This is the Drew Experience episode 11. And yeah, some people, when I say, okay, I just want to be honest. The show is 80% combat sports, 20% everything else. But what I want to be honest about here, lately I've said this guy's back by popular demand. My last show called Beyond the Fight, it's crashed and burned. And now this show, the Drew Experience, is the rebranded version of what the show will be and how I want it to be. So I brought back some guests, such as shout out to uh, Sensei Steve Fogarazzi of Contact Kicks. Then finally had Wesley Jansen from uh, the UK, or not, excuse me, from the Holland, Holland. And I have his uh, partner in crime, uh, Darren Stringer from the UK coming on very soon. But tonight, this episode is more about one of the biggest in-demand guests that has been waiting to come on. Well, I've been waiting to have him back on, and so has all of the world. And the first time he came on, he came on like Tasmanian Devil with like the spinning tornado. So we're going to have the sequel tonight. And joining me for a special in-demand episode on this Sunday night is Justin Mancini. Welcome back, Justin. Yes, sir. Thank you. Nice to be back. It's fun to be back, bro. It's a nice. Good, good, good. So this is a whole new episode, this whole new podcast, I guess, right? Yeah. Brand spanking new. You name it, you got it, man. Rebranded. You know, it's uh it, it was it, I had to do a do-over and it's it's just, and now, you know, with us being locked down to keep productive, I could pump out like 10 podcasts a day. No problem. Uh, and, and you're good at what you do, man. You love it. So why not, bro? You know, it's great. <laughs> now this is episode eleven, you said. Already, yeah. In the, the first season. Experience. Awesome. Good for you. Good for you. So how's everything going? Good, good. <laughs> we're all, I mean, we're, I'm in the same boat as you, man, and everybody else. We're locked down. So my daily schedule basically is I try to train as I, with what I can and what I have, like doing body weight stuff, uh, doing body weight exercises, um, work from home, and binging Netflix. You know, I just binged Cobra Kai. Hey, come on. You saw all three episodes. Third. Okay, so I binge watched season one and two in one weekend. But when season three came out on New Year's Day, I literally locked like my room, like not locked, but I closed like the living room in my house when my yeah. nieces came over. And I just told like my uh, like my stepmom, step nieces, but you know I there I call them my nieces. But I told my stepmom and my and my nieces, guys, don't bug me. This door is closed for the whole day. I'm watching this. Cobra Kai. <laughs> exactly, man. What? Yeah, what a season. Season oh, three. Man. Awesome. But you see the way it finished? So now you know there's a, there's a season four, you know? So don't, don't spoil anything because the chick's going to be watching it soon. I, I convinced him to join the bandwagon finally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, he's slow on stuff, man. Like, it took him, like, four years to find out about Daredevil. He's definitely like Johnny Lawrence, like, finding out about the internet. Oh, yeah. Like, the late... <laughs> it's like, he's like, Daredevil's really good. It's like, yeah, Mo. It's like, that's from 2015 to 16 and then he's like the punisher is really good too and i was like like he caught on to that one first so you know good for him but you know what uh slowest uh slowest tv show learner award goes to my coach mohammed and our friend mo chick yeah, i'm just brother, kidding mo we love you we love you but uh, oh, get on cobra you, kai <laughs> the best yeah <laughs> You still speak to Mo? Yeah, every day, man. Every every day, it's like it's like I speak to like my my day consists of me and him just like going at each other's throats, like just oh, yeah. texting. He FaceTimes me like during my shift sometimes, just to like piss me off, and then I try to FaceTime him back, and and then it's like a massive fuck you match every day. Like sometimes, oh, yeah. like I'm at my mom's house for dinner, my real mom, yeah. and he just calls me up on FaceTime. He's like, "Hey," I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Hey," I'm like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "Fuck you," and then just hangs up. <laughs> he's the best Moa. Huh? 
He's a, he's a, he's a great uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, you know what though? Like it's like it's it's like it's like that's the side of Mo that no one else sees but us. You know, obviously, you know, I'm giving a side to him that no one, not many people really see. Yeah. Great guy though, but man, like yeah, we love him, man. Like and it's like I wouldn't be, uh, I don't think I'd be where I am in martial arts if it wasn't for him. Mo is a guy he'll give you the shirt off his back. You know, I mean, Mo is. Uh, amazing amazing guy like a brother you know so yeah, yeah but you know what the one thing that i've learned from him too is like you got to really be careful like who you let into your circle because like that's something that i was doing too with my last show and yeah. i kind of felt like i was going down the wrong path with like the wrong people coming into my life and you know thanks to him you know i got to kind of like stop the show rebrand and so yeah. he's smart he'll give you the shirt off his back but listen you can't you got to keep it small man you don't you don't want to be you don't want to be as accessible to everybody keep it nice tight keep the circle tight you know yeah exactly yeah. exactly oh and uh shout out to uh one of your new students uh ashley A ashley airy oh yeah, ashley airy, yeah. <laughs> yo i'm not i am not yo ashley i am not messing with you you no, got that mohawk tough, no she's got that mohawk rage <laughs> in her you know when i see her do that high kick i'm like oh she's got that warrior gene in her you know that yeah. first nation blood man they don't ever mess with no, people they, they're good they're good at fighting and hockey okay so. amazing to her she has a karate background uh, get then out did, then she did power lifting and then she did boxing and anything she does she's always amazing at you know she's she's the best of the best what style of karate, karate did she do she did like some i guess, i think it was like kempo or shotokan she did some karate like i'm talking years ago growing up you know okay. that's why her flexibility is phenomenal and then also she does uh she, she did like two three years of power lifting so like her legs are solid man and she kicked honestly 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 she kicks harder than i guess 90 percent of the guys i know you know like and she's top 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 shape and she hits her boxing is amazing. She has two, three boxing fights, and uh, I think she, she, yeah, she won most of them. She's, she, she's phenomenal. You know, if, she, if she got into Kyokushin, like if we, if she got into Kyokushin, do you think uh, we could get, you can get her to compete? And uh... Uh, we, we, we've spoken about it before. You know, we're very good friends. We, we talk all the time. You know, so we've uh, spoken about it before, and I really think she would do good. You know, like like I, I, I brought her to sparring Kyokushin, where it's at the dojo, and we're all Kyokushin people, and you know, with other girls, guys, and she's, uh, she's good. You know. She has a very, very solid kicks and she has good punching, you know? So I think she would do great in Kibushin, to be honest. If she gets a good coach like you and then, you know, obviously Mo and Russo like backing her. Yeah, yeah you guys got a, you guys, you have a kill, you have a, like a Val, you have like the a Valentina Shevchenko on your hands. Course, she's 100%. got that aggression, man. Yeah, yeah. So she comes to the dojo. I mean, now obviously the dojo is closed. Yeah. You know, hopefully it will open in February. But uh, no, no, she, she comes and uh, she's awesome, man. Like she, she's, she'll be part of the team. I think she's going to do great for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mess with her. Still, I'm still I'm, like I look at her kicks, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with that. I'm not. And by the way, we can, you can swear on the show. This is. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You saw the Instagram videos, and you see her boxing, and she hits hard. My hands, I still feel the pads. You know, like. <laughs> Man, she hits hard. <laughs> She's got that native Mohawk, man. You can't mess with her. <laughs> yeah, her, man. Honestly, her and uh, Corinne. Shout out to Corinne, who came yeah. on my show again, too. Awesome. Uh, those two, yeah, honestly, like, the killers, man. Like, like uh, amazing people, but don't, don't, don't pick fights. Because, like, you know, those two are, uh, they know, they know how to, they know a thing or two. And uh, like that's a girl like Corinne, a girl like Ashley, beautiful girls, fitness girls. You know, imagine they're at the bank machine at, the, you know, two in the morning, they get that money and they try to get mugged impossible eh? i mean you could be three guys you're getting beat up you know so these girls can turn on like that you know they're both very good friend of mine and corinne we're very close friends for 10 years we trained to get you know we, we've trained together several millions of times 
She's a base, 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 base. They're both amazing. You know? I love that girl. You know, I did my first interview in French with her, by the way. And oh, like, yeah, uh, did, yeah. it was half of it was in French. Yeah. Wow. And I felt it went good. You know, it's a step. But this is a good step because there are some senseis and shiens and kyokushin that want to speak more in French. So I'm because of that, I'm able to facilitate a conversation. So the next, so the next, uh, there's a few, yeah, there's a few that like that. I don't mind if they want to speak only in French. I get it. You know, it's, 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 it's like, cause they don't want to make mistakes in English, but yeah, I know. Like, so like, thanks to Corinne, man, you know, Kurt, her, Vince Michaud for my French and Mo, like those three have played the biggest role in my life to improve my French. Yeah. Like Corinne is awesome. And plus she has, uh, I see now she has her own website and she's starting her own stuff now. And, you know, she's a fighter. She's a businesswoman, dental hygienist, you know, beautiful girl. She's awesome, you know. So no, hats off to Corinne, man. She's, uh, she's great at what she does, you know. World uh, champion jitsu, you know, BJJ brown belt under Fabio Holanda. So, yeah, she's Competed awesome. in UAE. She's like doing great, man. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome to see her succeeding at what she does. Like, and you see the girl she lost to at UAE just signed for UFC now. You saw that? Yeah, so, I mean, you can't say like, and you know, like just the way like, you know, definition of like how someone takes like, you know, a win and, and a loss, you know, like very humble about it. You know, that's how everyone should be. And, you know, the girl she fought got to the UFC. So that says something, you know, like that. The, so the girl of- she fought fought for the title for UAE Warriors. Mm-hmm. She won, I think, in the first round right away. And then she signed for UFC. And I think she's going to do a phenomenal in UFC. She's a very good stand-up, great ground. So, you know. Flyweight or, sta- or Bantamweight? I think it's Bantamweight, yeah. Okay, because Bantamweight's 135 and Flyweight's 125. So Maybe UFC should go Flyweight then, I guess. That's one Maybe, yeah, because the Bantamweights in UFC are, it's like a, are a different animal. They're, I would say Flyweight then, you know, but she's, a, she's an animal. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And what's it been like for you with uh, the whole pandemic, like, you know, for training and all that? That's it. I mean, look, man, uh, home trainings every day, uh, runs outside. Uh, like now I, I was training a lot of people, you know, one-on-one at dojo, one-on-one for people's houses outside. But now like the rules really, really changed uh, yesterday, the day before. So, you know, it is what it is, man. It's, uh, it's going to be home trainings and runs outside and Zoom and stuff. And then uh, hopefully we'll get it started again February 11th, man. I hope so. You know, it's... Get back yeah. To it, yeah. It's I'm hoping to... Start, you know? Especially now we're on house arrest, you know? <laughs> now we're on a house arrest. What time is it? It's 8.30. I can't even leave. Actually, wait, I have a dog. I can walk my dog. <laughs> you have a dog, you? I used to. I used to. I used to. So now the dogs, you heard about what we can do with dogs. So you can rent out your dog for $100 an hour. So people that have no dogs can walk them, you know? So turn this into a business, make three, 400 bucks an hour. <laughs> I'm yeah. walking my dog up and down the street uh, for the next for the next three weeks. <laughs> so anyone who hears this, you want to be a dog walker, just to start applying, you know, like there's, there's always a loophole. There's always a loophole with that shit. Bucks an hour, uh, I'll do three a night. That's it. You're rich after, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Uh, what a time to be alive, man. It's crazy. Oh, it's like, I feel like I'm in a movie. Like sometimes it's like, thank Bird. God. <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll get through this, right? I mean, look, we have no choice. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> look, it could be worse. We could be in, uh, like, North Korea right now or China and prison camps and, you know, yeah. like uh, – or look at the U.S. I mean, look at what look at the, look at the fuck's going on over there. <laughs> Did you see that? Honestly, unbelievable. <laughs> I honestly, like – You see the memes after? I mean, <laughs> that was on – yo, I was on – Fuego with the me- like. I think at one point, like Chick is like, stop sending me memes. He's, like, my phone, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm having a field day. I'm having a, so anyone that any anyone that gets my memes from Drew Nomad fifty five. I just want yeah. you to know if I send you memes, whether it's from Barstool or what happened in the U S. this week. Yeah, yeah, it's just out of love. It means like if I send memes to you, it means like it, it means I like I like you as a friend. But if I don't send you memes, it means I don't know you or I don't care about you or just simple English. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, <laughs> but I was I love everybody. <laughs> Hilarious, eh? Some of these memes. But what a mess over there. Disaster. Did you see that? <laughs> you saw like all 50, 60 people, thousands of people. They're all in the, the, the boardroom. You know, the, the most powerful people in the world sit in these boardrooms. And these guys are there taking selfies. I saw one guy drinking a beer. You know, one guy had a shirt off. <laughs> the, be the best guy, the best ones that stood up to me are the one with the shirt with the vice, the one that that's in the Chewbacca bikini that looks Everybody. like. Everybody. For Halloween this year, everybody's going like that. Hey, that guy it. started a trend. And then it's like, and then no, the best one is like the guy sitting at House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's desk. And he's like, I'm in front of Nancy Pelosi's desk. And I'm looking at her emails. And here's everything. And, it, and the guy's a verified journalist from Blaze <laughs> TV. And I'm just looking at, and I'm just like, I'm not political, okay, Justin? I'm really not. But if you're a verified journals and you have to depend on like twitter or like other yeah. street like here and you expose stuff like that yeah. where's the face like you remember the face palm emoji i'm just like you are an idiot it's like it's like you are an <laughs> let me spell out idiot i-d-i-o-t <laughs> insane what a what a time to be alive no but like and even like um so new year's eve right everybody's yeah 2020 is over finally i can't wait you know like everybody thinks they go to bed and then wake up in the morning and it's 2021 and like supposedly apparently everybody it's like a whole but now we're, we're about 10 days into 2021 and it's 20 times worse than 2020 was you know i don't know it's what's like, going on. next ne next up is like next up is like next up i'm like what's next and everyone's like aliens i'm like you know what's next godzilla rises from the japanese sea because the yeah. fukushima <laughs> power plant that leaked the japanese are hiding godzilla godzilla exists i'm saying it on here the Drew experience godzilla's sure. rising i've lost it everyone's lost it 2021 <laughs> let's just wait for 2022 already <laughs> Let's just put it all on hold now and let's start 2022. You see some of the memes, like already 2021 was great, but ready for 2022 now, you know? <laughs> or it's like I've had my trial period of 2021, the seven-day trial period. It's done with. I'm done. <laughs> all I know is I woke up in 2021 and found out three days later, we're all on house arrest now. We can't leave after 8 o'clock. <laughs> Apparently, we have curfew now. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that alert they sent yesterday, like I'm just, oh. like, I'm just watching TV and I just, I'm like, what the Fuck, I'm like, what the oh, hell is this? iPhone, my, my TV, my wife's phone, the iPad. Dan, Dan, Dan. What the fuck, man? You know? <laughs> no, we know we know we can't leave, you know? I'm scared to go outside. God forbid you go outside and you get shot. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, this, this curfew is just going to fail miserably. It's going to fail so miserably. Like, it, it's... I don't know, man. Crazy, crazy times. I saw there was a protest uh, last night. Uh, I saw some people went around this and that, but I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. A few of them got tickets. What are you going to do, right? It's, uh, <laughs> hey, oh, Matt, I, you know what? Crazy times we're living in. And, but you know what? You know, before this all happened, you were supposed to have the Degeki, and it was going to be one of the biggest tournaments. Now, yeah. obviously, you know, some say, okay, well, maybe after February 11th, but a lot say, you know, the expectation is that we're going to wait until next year because of what's going on right now. If it happened in a perfect world, how was the, the Degeki going to look in oh, your man. book? This year was going to be incredible. Like they were planning it, you know, like all, all the organizers, 
you know, uh, Fuad El Harif, uh, you know, Cordero, all the top organizers. It was going to be nice. It was going to be big, you know. Well, who, who was involved on the committee? Because the Gold Cup has their guys. Yeah. But who was on your committee? Like, it was you? Uh, for for Degeki? Yeah. Obviously, I think everybody was going to be part. I think this this one, everybody, everybody, everybody was going to come. And like I said, man, this was like, a, it's already a year. I cannot believe it's been a year, you know? Like, uh, like, like I remember last year, Degeki was coming and everybody was getting ready. And then it just stopped. And now it's like a full year has passed. And now, I don't know if, like you said, will it happen this year, next year? I don't know. But the Degeki that was going to happen last year, I can't believe it's already a year, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> was going to be phenomenal. I mean, they were bringing in fighters from everywhere, everywhere. And it was, it would have been nuts, 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 you know, like, uh, but even like, uh, the, the gold cup got, I think got gold cup got canceled. I think yeah. the Japanese came down. Like I said, bro, it's already been a year. I can't, I can't believe it's been a year. It's like, it's been last week, but it's been a year. So I, I think the Japanese came down and I think the next day everything got locked down. So I think they had to stay, they ended up being stuck here. And the gold cup, I think got canceled. If I'm not mistaken, I think a few days right before, the, the show was supposed yeah, to Yeah, do you know? Yeah, like, okay, you know uh, she and Daniel Godet that's in uh, New Brunswick? Okay, so, so he's two students, um, Martin Alain, and because he has a kid, Martin Alain, I think you might have heard of him. So, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. it comes with his son, okay? So they were stuck here, apparently. Like, I don't know the whole story because, like, I was keeping in touch with Martin because the Alain family is, like, another big supporter of, like, what I do with Kyokushin. So I'm like, Marty, it's like, how's everything with you and your kids? And he's like, oh, he's, and he's like, he's Acadian. So he's like, yeah. it's like, I'm butchering the conversation here. So Marty, when you hear this, don't hate me. I still want to have you and your kid on the show, as yeah. promised. <laughs> so anyways, so Marty's like, and it's like Acadian French. He's like, ah, oh, he's like, oh, tabanak. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm stuck here with my kid, you know, in the hotel. I can't go back to New Brunswick. What the fuck? It's crazy, man. Hey, Godet was a good fighter back in the day, yeah? Yeah, he's Godet is the guy that I've been wanting to get on. Like, Godet, too, like, is, like Godet just shared my recent post, and uh, everyone said, like, Marty was like, even Vince said, you have to get Godet on. Godet? Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. apparently, like, it's so funny. Like, you know, we talk about Cobra Kai with, like, the rivalry of the parents and all that before, but apparently there's a rivalry with, like, Godet and Reynal. Like, you know, Vince and, and Mo have, like, a competitive rivalry yeah, first, out of respect. First, yeah, yeah. There was that with Godet and Reynal Lamar, apparently. And, like, years ago, you know, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone says, you have to talk to Godet about that. They say Godet is like, Godet's like one of the best fighter senseis you could ever speak to. Oh, that's amazing. Like me, you know, short, stocky, and uh, a hard puncher. He had a student, uh, Jeremy Boucher. I fought him, I think, uh, eight or nine times. Always back, forth, back, forth. I mean, they have a tough, tough team, those guys in New Brunswick, man. Very good guys. Yeah. Godet, oh. you should get Godet on. This guy has experience, man. He's, he's Kyokushin. You know, it's years and years and years. Big dojo, teacher, sensei. Was a phenomenal fighter. Yeah, definitely get him on. He's awesome. Yeah. Godet, yeah, like when I, I'm definitely going to tag him in the episode here. Like, you know, because like, you know, because he did agree for beyond the fight, but just the timing was really off with everything. And like to get guests on after April was like kind of hard. And I was also like burned out too. But uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about him. Stand up guy. Yeah. Same with that. Same with Alain. Like so, yeah. The, to the Alains, uh, you're you're coming on soon. Don't worry. We're gonna make something happen. It could be with yeah. Godet, you and your son Marty, and uh, yeah, because apparently Marty's son went to China. You know where Vince won his tournaments for China? Yeah, Vince did great over there. Yeah. Vince is the definite. Okay, I always say, listen, when it comes to Quebec Kyokushin, yeah. there's four kings. There's four kings. The four kings are Mohammed Chick. Yeah. Vincent, and this is not in any order. This is not in any order. There's four kings. It's, Vi, it's uh, Vince Michaud, yeah. Mohamed Chick, 
Mick Cordero and you, Justin. Oh yeah. Those are the four. You're the four. Those are the four kings. Those are the four kings right now. Because when you go to Quebec, you're heading through Murderer's Row. Yeah, yeah. Especially in heavyweight. So those are the four because they fought internationally. They haven't just fought. They didn't do that. We went to Japan. No, they fought. They yeah. went. They fought in. They fought in China. They fought in Russia. Well, I'm getting. I'm not saying who fought where, but they have the experience. Of course. Well, like we, we spoke about before, Mick Cordero, like Mick, Mick Cordero is very close to me. You know, like he has a dojo, like we spoke about before. His dojo is honestly five minutes from my house. So I'm very close to Mick. I'm close to his wife, uh, you know, Ruth and stuff. And before the pandemic, I was going sometimes training with them. They're amazing people. You know, they opened a dojo to me. You know, but it's literally, I can leave my house. I can walk for three minutes. I'm at their dojo, you know. Before the pandemic happened, Mick Cordero fought, I think, every second weekend for three months. And I'm not, I'm not talking just like in, the, in Montreal, Laval. He went all over the world. I think he fought like 10 times in like three months, you know. So Mick Cordero is awesome. He's a beast, 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 you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, and that's the thing too. Like people are like, when are you going to have Mick on? When are you going to have Mick on? It's like, I'm not cha- – like, look, I proposed it to him. So for those who want to know, I proposed it. He's yeah. going to come on. He's agreed. Dates and time have to be worked out. But Mick Cordero will be coming on the Drew experience. You should get his uncle on too, uh, Denis Cordero, Shan Denis. Denny yeah. is someone too that, because like I've heard nothing but good things about him. A chick has spoken very highly of him, very, very highly. Go back years, years, years. I was a kid, I knew him, you know. So he's amazing. And also Mick Cordero's wife, you should get her on too. She's awesome, you know. Ruth may come on. I, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm very open to having both of them on. If it yeah, helps Mick, good, yeah. if if Mick wants to come on with her, if it makes him yeah. feel more comfortable, yeah. I'll have both of them on. Because you know she was actually supposed to fight her first full contact fight at your Degeki. Yeah, she's awesome. Honestly, she's 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 funny. She's good. Yeah, they're amazing people, man. For sure, for sure. You know, big. Big shout out to them, you know. That's it. Yeah, she's like the more like Vic Mick's more of like an when I spoke with him, he's more of like I the vibe I got. He's not an introvert, but he like if he doesn't know you, he's gonna it, it take it's like the same thing with Chick. Because when I first met Chick, yeah, Mick, Mick is more like like Mohammed. You know, they're more cool, calm, collective. Yeah. But his wife is more like me. She's more talkative. You know, she's more open and stuff. She's awesome. They're good. Yeah. People. You I'll give you this together. It'll be fun. You know. I'll That's give you the story of how I met Mo. Okay, so like I told it on my last podcast yesterday with my friend Matt. Because Matt, my friend Matt Normandane, shout out to Matt Normy from Firefit. Uh, Matt Statics, as he's known as on IG. So uh, when I was taking Kyokushin in my old school, um, I wanted to compete because the first first time I competed, I had no proper training, no pr- nothing. So I ended up uh, with um, my old coach, David Moon, that you know. You, I think oh, yeah, you know David. Uh, you're so sweet, David. Of course, David's one of awesome. my good friends. Like David was the one that wanted me to go to Mo because, like, the thing was, case okay, so I'll give the story, like the short version. So. Um, I was training with David, but David wasn't familiar with Kyokushin as he is with like Muay Thai MMA. David's so a he was, phenomenal Muay Thai fighter, huh? Yeah, oh my amazing. God. He's a killer, David. Oh, he's amazing. Assassin. He's, amazing. A, he's a Korean assassin, man. Like, and that's he got, his knee, came back, fought again. Muay Thai MMA. Shout out to David Moon, my boy, man. This guy is amazing. Yeah, I mean, we sparred a few times together at pro sparring years ago at TriStar, and uh, this guy killed me, man. He's, he's amazing. His Muay yeah, he, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, he's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so he was like telling he so he didn't really know Kyokushin style training, yeah, yeah. but he really helped me a lot with my footwork and how to learn how to jab, like yeah. do a good jab. So after that, so uh, do you remember the Shin tournament that was in of twenty eighteen of summer? That was a big disaster, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Okay, so after that, so before that, so my friend Matt in this period says, 
hey, I see you're doing martial arts. I think I have someone that can help you like okay. with your uh, with your game. I'm like, okay, what's his name? Uh, I'm like, well, his name is Mo. His name is Mohammed Chick. So message yeah. him. Say you know me. So I message Mo, and like Mo's like answers. But typical Mo when you first meet him. Us. Okay. Nice to meet you. What's uh what's going on? So then he messages me. You're fighting? Yeah. Okay. Send me your video when you're done. <laughs> so I send him the video and he's like looking at it, breaks it down. Okay. He's like, listen, he's like, I think I can work with you, yeah. but here's what we're going to do and whatnot. So I talked to David and I'm like, and I don't like leaving coaches. Like I have a very big loyalty to people I work with, but David like encouraged me. He's like, listen, he's like, I think this is the best move for you. Yeah. He's more your style. I, I can only give, do what I can based on like my Taekwondo experience in Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. So this guy's more your style. So the rest is history, man. And I've been with Mo since uh, like July, 2018. Amazing. Good choice, man. Mo is, uh, Mo is the best of the best, right? I mean, listen, uh, this guy, what he did to Navarro and uh, the list goes on and on. I mean, Mo, uh, Mo is the best of the best, man. My brother, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> brother from another mother. Definitely. You know, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, like, and then, um, just to say, like, when I got my green belt, I became uh, nomadic because uh, I just got fed up with the politics, you know. Like, I don't want to talk too much about that because it's just going to ruin everything. But, yeah, I became a nomad. So that's why, like, I put nomad in my username because, you know, I don't, I don't affiliate with any association. Like, if I kind of do, it's between IFK and Khan because of how they've treated me. They've been very good to me, like Khan with Russo, yourself, uh, Moji, Tom Callahan, Tom Callahan, Sensei Buchanan. Uh, now, uh, uh, Shian Hamid, uh, and IFK Fogara Sensei Fogarazi, Sensei Wesley, Sensei Darren. It's like the, these are the two organizations that like I'm I'm not like affiliated with, but the hospitality they've given me in terms of like what they've done with my show and like whatnot. Scott from Marshall Way Blog too. I mean, it's Scott's awesome. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like he's an interesting he's an interesting guy though, cause it's like, cause like it's like I message him and then it takes him like like, oh I just saw your message now. Where I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh hey, Justin's daughter. Yeah, hi Jordana, say hi. Hi. Say hi. She's scared. She's hiding. Huh? <laughs> yeah, she's waving. She's waving. How old is she? She's uh, how old are you, Jordana? She's five. Oh, she's at that age. When she hits six, oh, you're going to have... When she hits six, we're toast. <laughs> I have my oldest niece is six, and uh, like every time they come over, it's like all three come over. It's a war, man. That's why, like, war, huh? <laughs> it's a war. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like... How many do you have? Two or three? Yeah, two daughters. Yeah, the shop is closed, man. That's it. Two daughters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my stepbrother's got four. He's got three daughters four. and a son now. She's finally uh, had a son, yeah. So. Good for him. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have another one. I'll probably be a girl, then another girl, another girl. It's uh, no, it's good. Yeah. But don't you want a boy at some point? You know, just to take that mantle, or <laughs> I, I, I would, I would love to. But I got these. They're okay. Yeah, listen. Yeah. You know what? The god daughters are great, man. You know, they're well, not gonna... the boy in ten years. That's it. You know, <laughs> there's enough. There's enough. There's like, there's enough kids out there that need a good family instead Thanks. of like uh, producing. So, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. Please, she... She's gonna get, give me more water. Thank you. All no right. wine though. <laughs> On the weekend, she gets me the wine. Then during the week, it's water. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah, I know. Open the bottle of wine, you know, like uh, on Saturday night there. She knows that I'm, I unlocked the blow of the wine. <laughs> <laughs> How's, uh, yeah, what's your brother doing now? Jamie's been pretty busy. He's got his own show going with uh, Pascal from BTC. So Yeah, so Jamie's good. I mean, look, uh, we speak uh, five times a day, every day. You know, uh, he spent Christmas with us. And uh, he's doing his thing there. So he, he has uh, invested in this uh, wine bar called Vendetta. He owns a small percentage of that. 
Uh, it's next to Mauvais Garçon in Griffintown. And it's all his friends that own the restaurant, so he invested in that. And obviously, because of the uh, pandemic, he's closed. Mm-hmm. Pascal. You know Pascal? Uh, Pascal Guzzo? Of course. Yeah, I did Taekwondo with him. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, exactly. So he's a Taekwondo black belt. So, oh, so you trained with him? Well, Taekwondo was my first art before Kyokushin. I'll tell you my martial oh, arts right. journey. Yeah, here's my martial arts story. I did YMCA career. Sorry, you trained the same school as Pascal? I used to, yeah. What a small world. So this yeah. guy's phenomenal, Pascal. Uh, shout out to Pascal Guzzo, man, yeah. at PTC. This guy's really good at Taekwondo, man. He's got those kicks. I've trained with him. We sparred. We've trained. Uh, this guy is, is a you know, tall, good-looking guy, fit. He, he, a young guy, he's what, 21, 22, and he's got a 20. business. Uh, he, he trains twice a day. He's got his, you know, big, big shout-out to Pascal, man. This guy's awesome, you know. I met him maybe two years ago, and we, we, we became pretty tight. He's cool. Pascal's an awesome guy, man. Oh, he's such a good guy. Like, I love him. Like, he came on Beyond the Fight, too. Like, I'm going to have him on soon, too, with uh, – I'm hoping your brother can come on because every time I message Jamie, it's like – He's always like, yeah, maybe, and it's like, yo, Jamie, boom, boom, Mancini. This is a, this is like, we'll this, get is, him on. this is a, this is a call out. You know, I, it's like, I want you to come on the show. Yeah, I want we'll you to come on. You know, I want you to come on with Justin. It could be with you yourself. I don't care, Jamie. We got to get you on. I want to promote what you're doing. We'll get so, him yeah. on, of course. So yeah. you got a show called the Boom Boom Show with uh, Pascal. He's doing and, great with that. Yeah, it's like a breakdown show. So, like, uh, from, from my understanding, after all the, you know, the UFC events, the big events, he talks about the, you know, gives a full breakdown through it. I mean, that's a sport, right? And he trains with all the best guys, some of the best guys in the world. So, he's doing great at that, you know. Shout out to my bro. He's always working hard, you know, still training, doing his thing. So, he's always got uh, stuff going on, you know. Yeah, <laughs> We went skating this morning, actually. I saw him this morning. We go skating. So, uh, so that's it. He's doing his thing. Yeah. I'll get him on though. I'll get him on, you know? Yeah. I want to get it. He's a guy that, cause it's like, cause it's yin and yang. It's like, you're both like wild in your own ways. And he's like the opposite. Cause you're the striker. He's yeah. a grappler. So I want to definitely. No, I'm grappling. He's striking. So it's like, we're, uh, you know, <laughs> now it's fun now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, man. No. And then, and, um, so basically, you know, the last time we spoke, you know, back in uh, February, it was already a year ago. That was no January. That was a wild episode. Oh, there's your other daughter. Melina, come say hi. Hi. That's the there's whole family. Melina and Jordana. <laughs> Two little dancers. That's yeah. It. They are killing it on the dance scene, man. Dancing, like, uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> when, when, are they do, when are they learning uh, boxing and martial arts? Is that next? You know what? The first lockdown, we were doing a lot. They were training with me every day, and uh, they were getting into it, actually. But then, you know, I mean, my wife is a dancer from two years old, so that's it. They're dancers, man. That's it. <laughs> you want to be fighters like Dada or dancers like Mama? I want to be dancing like Mama. Okay, that's it. <laughs> what's your, what's your, and how's your wife managed during the pandemic? Because, I mean, she was working at the casino. She was, like, she was, like, the head coordinator. Like, she had a very high position at the, the casino. So what's it been like for her? Like, how is, how are you, is she managing? Like, yeah, like, so she, like, like I said, you know, the, like, the casino, the, the, the showroom, uh, we had a big gig. She, had a, she was the head choreographer for all the shows at the casino. Plus, she was in them, you know, and plus a lot of her students were in them and uh, dancing in them and, I mean, she was working Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. And then the casino obviously has been closed for a year now. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, uh, when, when do you think, like, shows? Like, for example, going to the Bell Center and watching a hockey game. 
like maybe five years, 10 years. I don't know. Like you think, you think it'll ever happen again? Like, uh, I think it will, but it's going to take time. Like, I think honestly, if we're, if I'm a realist, if I'm using, if I'm on a, a concert, I don't know, concert or even an, an outdoor event concert, I'm going to say by like next year, but like, let's say competitions for like martial arts with like a very limited crowd. We're looking at like by the end of the year, like 2021 so. fourth quarter, fourth quarter. Yeah. Let's say like a karate tournament. I don't know anything. My wife, uh, my, my, my daughter is a ballet competition, you know, I'm November, hoping. November, I say November, October, November, December. And, you know, but look, that's, this is good. Cause you know, I'm coming, I'm out of retirement now. Like, you know, as I said, I want to compete again. I have three what? more fights in me at semi-contact. I have two at full contact yeah. and uh, I'm ready to come back. I, I'm ready. Like, you know, like I, I had to go on a break cause the other last job I had, it was uh it had no benefits and, you know, chick was concerned for my health, you know, making sure that I have benefits if I get hurt. Now I have benefits. And you have a good coach, man. You got the best coach, Mohammed Sheik, you know, so he'll guide you in the right direction and we'll, uh, we'll do some sparring. We'll all train together. We're going to do it right, man. Uh, I got a very good corner. Cause even now, like, uh, Vince is, you know, like, uh, like I saw Vince, like in Instagram, like he was, uh, he was training at Russo. So, I mean, if he ever comes down too, I mean, just to get some pointers from him too, cause you know, he's got like that workman's attitude, you know, like, uh, yeah. Vince Michaud is amazing. You know, he's got, he's a construction guy trains every night. Like I said, he was training at the dojo with us, uh, you know, between lockdowns and stuff. And, uh, we trained together. We sparred, we, you know, exchanged numbers. We were training a lot together and then it just, obviously everything stopped now. I know. Tough, I, man. I mean, this guy, uh, he moves around like a lightweight, you know, he's got that nice high kick and he, he killed me a few times a few months ago, just that the kick comes up, you know, and then it's, but he's very respectful. He touched you, put it down. Touch, put it down, you know? So Vince is awesome. I hope he's going to train with us a lot more when uh, when life gets back to normal. I, I hope so, too, because, like, I really would love to, like, just see things from his perspective because I look – I I love Chick to, to death. Like, I mean, eventually, like, you know, uh, hopefully and like, in a perfect world, you know, when I, once I uh, – he's going to give me my brown and black belt probably somehow, some way. You know, like, I, I definitely want to, like, do something in business with Mo. Like, you know, whether it's with you and him or, like, him and me, you know, like, with the school and, you know, like – and, like, I just want to, like, have that because, you know, ever since, like, I got – because before, like, look – and it's not to say like it's because of Mo, but it's like, you know, look, it does help, you know, when you're friends with them. But before when I was at my other school, no one knew yeah. who I was. I registered for tournaments. Oh, okay, cool. I go to Marcotte's, I go to Shia and Steph Marcotte's tournaments last summer. Last summer. I go with Mo. Uh, okay, qui est toi? Uh, je m'appelle Andrew. Okay. Okay. Uh, qui est votre uh, entraîneur? Uh, Mohamed Chek. Oh, tu es avec Mo? Oh. Pas inquiète, pas inquiète, pas inquiète. Ok, tu es avec moi. Ok, ok, ok. Ok, ok. The red carpet comes out and uh, they carry you to the Tammy. Yeah? <laughs> the, best, the best thing is, it's like I'm just there with like Mo and like, and uh, shout out to Ray. Uh, co- uh, what? Ray Cormier. Yeah, Corby. Yeah, Shan Ray. Shan Ray comes up. Shan Ray comes up to Mo. He's like, "Oh, Osmo, how are you? You know, it's been a long time. Who's this?" And I used to see Ray at the tournaments, but like, you know, obviously, you know, busy guy, you know, and just I'm next to Mo, you know, just and he's like, "This is my student, Andrew." Oh, so Andrew, you have a very. He's like, "You have a very good coach." And of course, of course. And Shan Ray judged my fight with uh, Vince's guy, Matthew Guino, and like, he's oh, like, yeah. "That's like that was like the fight of the day." He's like, "He's like your fight was the fight of the day." He's like, "I've never seen." like such determination, like out of someone like, you know, cause Guino, Guino kicked the, the crap out of my leg. Like my, like he chopped it up, you know, good strategy. Cause Vince and you, know, I didn't know how to check kicks, but that was like, that was like one of the best fights I've ever had. Yeah. 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 Good for you, man. Very good. Yeah. Big shout out to uh, Shan Ray Cormier from New Brunswick, you know, so 
we go back, me and him, maybe 20 years, you know, he's a great guy. Awesome, awesome guy. We were close for years, you know, me, him, Sensei Russo. I mean, we traveled, they traveled the world together, you know, so he's awesome. All those guys in New Brunswick, though, like family to us, you know, amazing, amazing guys, you know, 12, 12 hours down the highway, you know, one hour plane ride. <laughs> I don't know. Me and Sensei Russo did that uh, drive, I don't know, 10 times a year for the last 20 years, you know, so it's awesome. They're, they're good people. It's family, you know, so. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever met uh, Sheehan Tom Callahan? Yeah, of course, yeah. Very, he's an awesome guy, you know, so. I had him on my show. Oh, yeah, that guy, yo, that, yeah, okay, so Tom Callahan. Yeah, yeah. It's not about the karate side, but yes, the karate side is very cool. That guy, off the record, the amount of stories he was telling me about. Yeah, like, it's a story he, to tell this guy. He was in the record producing, uh, you know, because he also, like, uh, he knew about dancing and shows that my wife put on, I put on. They do the same thing over in Colorado. Plus, uh, from Kyokushin and Ken and stuff. And uh, plus, he knows Dolph Lundgren. He knows kickboxers. Yeah, I, I met him a few times. We met at tournaments. Uh, we did seminars together. He's awesome. That, uh, when all this is over, that's one trip I'm taking. I'm definitely Me going Me too. To 100%. I'm going to Colorado. I'm going to train with him, hang out with him for a bit. He's awesome. You have a, you have a dog? Oh, yeah. It's my dog, Dancer. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of breed is it? It's a, uh, it's a, uh, what, what is it? It's a French bulldog. Oh, yeah. you got the, okay, I got to come to your house now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to, I just want to, I just want to like, and I'm just going to borrow it. I'm going to use it for my pictures. Uh, when I go perfect. on, when I go on Bumble and Tinder and be like, yo guys, like, I'm a, I'm a dog person. I'm joking. You I don't. Do. You take a picture with a dog, go on Tinder, swipe up, swipe down, left, right. That's, yeah. 15 dates lined up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> What's your dog's name? Hashtag dog lovers. That's it. <laughs> The What's women that come lining up. It's a dancer. Dancer. That's his name? That's your dog's name, Dancer? Girl, Dancer. Yeah. No choice, huh? Dancer. I love French Bulldogs, man. But it's like, they're kind of weird, though, in a sense. Because it's like, they're kind of like slow. But it's like, it's like you appreciate the slowness of yeah. them. <laughs> I had a Boston Terrier. That's what I had, man. Boston oh, Terrier. Yeah. yeah. My grandmother had a pug. But like, I like pugs. But after my grandmother's pug, like, you know what? No, it's not. Forget that. Ain't that all. Forget that. And then, like Kevin, Kevin, uh, you know Kevin Pelletier, right? Kevin Pug on it. So Kevin had a pug, and Kevin was like telling me, like Kevin loves pugs, and I'm like, Kevin, it's like after my grandma's pug, it's like I do not like pugs. No, no, you don't. (laughs) Because every time I tried to pick her pug up, she she goes like starts to bite me, and I'm like, no, I'm like, no, it's it's a no from me. Yeah, we got another dog. Yeah, yeah. What's the dog? What's this one? Well, I, I had my dog, uh, Fighter, Mini Pincher, but he passed away uh, oh. a few months no, ago. He's yeah, at the hospital. Yeah, he's at the hospital. He's at the hospital. Yeah. And he has asthma. He has asthma. That's oh it. no! So what's this new dog you got? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's a it's a fr- French bulldog, Dancer. That's the new one. Yeah, we've had it for about a year now. Yeah. Okay. It's good. <laughs> and Fighter, Dancer, but Fighter, uh, Fighter's on a vacation. Let's say that's it. Yeah. <laughs> It's on a nice long trip. A nice long trip, yeah. Yeah. Okay, daddy's going to talk now. Let's yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. She's so cute. Thank you, brother. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. She does. She takes after She takes after her mother. I mean, like, I saw yeah, your wife sure. in the background before smiling. Dude, I don't even yeah. know you. I don't even know you, Melissa. But hi, Melissa. from yeah. What does she want to show me? What does she want to show us? My, my phone there. My phone. Oh, okay, okay. That's good. So what else, man? I miss you, man. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just keeping busy, uh, you know, as is. You know, I, I'm watching a lot of old fights. Uh, I just send, I blow, like, you know, uh, when I'm bored, I just send stupid-ass memes to people just to, like, out just for the... Like we spoke about before, though, those memes, man, uh, 
the memes with uh, this, uh, with the COVID, the memes with the curfew, the memes with uh, the U.S. I'm dying, amen. <laughs> Honestly, it's jokes. It kills me some of them, man. But me, it's like you know those videos people do now, like yeah. they take President Trump and then something else. Like these are computer like geniuses, you know. Like it takes two three hours and little guys in front of a computer and they put the rap music in the background. They put it's awesome. <laughs> I laugh. I laugh. <laughs> it's it's insane, man. Honestly, and uh, are you following any uh, UFC right now? Even though like yeah, of course, so McGregor's up. Uh, McGregor's up uh, soon there, I guess next week, the week after. What do you think about McGregor and uh, uh, two? I guess. Um. I mean, Dustin has really improved. I'm going to Dustin, give B. Dustin's not the same guy he was when they fought four no. years ago. No, because, uh, but Dustin, I do think. Dustin's active. He's phenomenal. He got bigger, stronger. He's fought a lot more. He's been way more active than McGregor's been in the last uh, couple of years. But McGregor, yeah. you know, but, uh, but Dustin for him, man, it ain't going to be the same fighter he did four years ago, you know? No, it's going to be a much tougher fight, I think. But I think Connor's going to come out because you have to understand, I think Dustin has it in his head. This guy knocked me out. So there's. Yeah kind of that like memory that ptsd from there so i'm not hating on dustin i think dustin is a phenomenal fighter but the way i look at it connor's gonna win and then you know what i really hope uh, dan hooker beats michael chandler because i would love to see connor mcgregor versus dan the hangman hooker so what do you think about chandler uh, making the jump from bellator to ufc how do you think he's gonna do in ufc it's not going to be like Eddie Alvarez, that's for sure. Because Eddie Alvarez was like once in a lifetime where, you know, he's won everywhere he's been. And, you know, he has that magic look touch. With, look, look what McGregor did to him. You know? McGregor made Alvarez look like uh, it was a sparring match. It was a joke, you know. So McGregor's tough, man. He's good, McGregor, you know. So I really think Chandler will have – he'll do well. Yeah. But I do believe it's kind of – too little too late at 34 35 you know he waited too long you know it's, well, why? how come he never made the jump to ufc the guy's been uh, what's the story behind that uh, money because he got paid very well in bellator he got a lot, paid a lot of guys, i have a lot of friends too that left the ufc and uh, they, they do better with bellator they pay they get paid better i have some some old sparring partners some old friends uh that that, that like bellator better a lot of people even there's there's other leagues like one there's one championships you know one of my buddies gary is in one and uh, a few guys uh, john Debella. Yeah, John DiBella's in one. A lot of a few guys, you know. So there's other organizations that pay good too, also, you know. So, but I mean, listen. At the end of the day, UFC is UFC, right? Uh, you that you want, you want to fight somewhere, you got to fight UFC. That's that's where it's at. You know? Just saying, hey, I fought in one UFC fight. It, it gives you all that that money, that money making power to open up a gym to say, look, I had one or two fights in UFC. Yeah. Just when you have that UFC, you have UFC on your record, UFC on your uh, you know on on your page on your record, your CV. UFC is UFC at the end of the day, you know. So. That's why it's uh, that's that's what uh, that's but yeah now with the other promotions I do believe there's a chance to make more money, yeah. but yeah you said UFC is the UFC but it's just it's just kind of sad though how you know we don't really have top Canadian talent since George left like I I don't know what's going on with that I don't know what we can do but I mean there's one, there's one guy you should follow is uh, Gavin Tucker you heard of Gavin Tucker yeah I've heard the name yeah so check out Gavin Tucker we trained together a few times. He's from Halifax. He comes down and trains at TriStar sometimes, and uh, he's phenomenal. He's a 135er, 145er, small, stocky like me. But uh, check him out after, Gavin Tucker. And a big shout-out to him, man. He's uh, his, last, his last fight or two. He did phenomenal. Amazing hands. He has, like, that TJ Dillashaw style. You know, he moves in and out, angles, surprise shots, a lot of tricks. But uh, Gavin Tucker is a big name from, from Canada. He's doing great. And then, of course, there's Eamon Zahabi. Eamon Zahabi, my brother, my boy, who was supposed to fight uh, two weeks ago. But unfortunately, he came down with COVID, you know. Apparently, if I, I think he was on the way to the airport or he was packing his bags. 
and the doctor called and said he had COVID. So, you know, he was training for a good fight. He would have done great, you know. So, Damn. You know, we have some names. I mean, listen, like GSP is the GOAT. The GSP is GSP, you know. So, it's hard to live up to that aspect. But, uh, you know, there'll, there'll be some, there, you know. There's Charles Jordan, you know, Charles Jordan. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's that, that's someone, like, listen, like, He's still very raw coming into like the big game now because he's like he's running very with the big dogs now. But he's done very well for himself. Good, very, very good, Charles. Yeah, he's got two or three fights in UFC. I think he's he's got three fights: one, one, lost one, and tied one. If I'm not mistaken. Corinne knows him. Corinne knows him very well. Yeah, Corinne trains with him. My brother trains with him. You know, I know I know him pretty well too. We never trained together. We trained together actually years ago a few times. But uh, no, he's a great guy. Him and his brother, the the Jordan brothers. Those are big names from, from Montreal, definitely, you know. Is the brother also coming up, too? Because I heard the, his brother's yeah, so kind the brother, of... The brother, Louis Jordan, is fighting, if I'm not mistaken, next week at UAE Warriors in, uh, in, in Abu Dhabi. So he just signed. That's all he's fighting next week. He's very good, too. So, you know, they're two brothers. I, they're young, you know. Like, uh, I think Charles maybe 24 and Louis 22 or something. And they're great. You know, they train together. They fight. They fight. They fight. So those are two big names, uh, the Jordan brothers. Those are big names out of Montreal. Oli Obey Mercier. You know, you want something yeah, funny about all you want to do you want to hear something funny about Ollie? Do you know uh Ryan Ortizo from H2O? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, so Ryan trains with a guy named Peter in the gym called where Tasty Food Pizza is on the carry. Okay. So I used to so up on the third floor of Tasty Food is the gym, and I used to see Ollie train with Ryan before Ollie even made pro. Ollie's a beast, man. Ollie's a beast, 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 yeah. It's just unfortunate, you know, like that, like I, when he said I'm leaving UFC, but it, it was really unfortunate because, you know, I really felt that like he had such a good, so much future. But I, at the same time, I felt there was so much pressure put on him to replicate what GSP did coming from Montreal. Yeah, so so uh, Olivier Bermercy, he was top 10, I think, in UFC. He made it to that top 10. He cracked the top 10 or top 15. Yeah. And he was on a win streak and he was doing great. And then all of a sudden, I, I think he lost two or three in a row, you know, so it's tough, you know. Plus his coach, uh, Richard Ho, you know, Richard Ho from HBO. Yeah. yeah, shout out to him. He's awesome. He had a good good team. He was a TriStar 2 and stuff. And uh, I was following I was following him. I trained him a bit too. We sparred a bit. We trained a bit. And uh, like I said, he, he cracked that top 10 UFC. And then it's just like, you know, it's tough. You know, two, three losses. And it, it's tough at that level. You know, you, you, these are the best, best, best guys in the world. You know, like when you crack that top 10 at UFC, it's not a joke, man. I mean, uh, you're getting the best of the best of the best of the best, you know, so. Yeah, <laughs> he fought. I mean, he fought Gilbert Burns, and you know now Gilbert Burns is going is going to be fighting for the title versus Kamara Usman. So that says something yeah. about who Ali was fighting. You know, Ali was fighting a who's who. Yeah, and he trained with GSP a lot. Uh, they train a lot. Yeah. And, but like you said, I mean, everybody was every every year, every couple of months. So he's the next GSP. But Olivier Bermassier, he was like he was the one that people thought like they were branding him. He was the next GSP. So it's tough. You know, you lose one, you lose another one. So. It's tough, you know, but these guys, man, these guys are they're they're, they're phenomenal athletes, man. Like beasts, these guys. I, I met oh, I met Mercier like like at the time, like uh, when I was at you know my pick I have with like me and uh, KSW champion uh, Roberto Robocop Soldic. Okay, so Sandro invited me. Shout out to Sandro Fur from TriStar. He invited me to come, you know. He's like, look, come watch, but don't like, you know, don't bug, you know. You let yeah. them be there, be because he he knows I'm a fan. So I see Ollie obeying, and Ollie has like the driest sense of it. Oh, yeah. It's got that dry Quebecois sense of humor that like it, you just die of laughter. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a beast, Ollie man. He's a beast. And it's shout a judo out to background. Yeah, shout out to Sandro Ferrante too, my brother, my boy, Sensei Sandro. Yeah, we keep in touch. You know, we talk not as much as we used to, but uh, we do keep in touch. You know, and 
it's just the same thing, you know, this pandemic, everybody's doing their thing now, I guess, you know, so. Uh, yeah, yeah Sandro's coming on too. Like, I mean, I know I'm saying all these guys are coming on. It's just a, like, they've all said yes. We just got to like figure out the coordination and timing because everyone's home now. So, I mean, I could just I'm do this. I'm watching Sandro's Instagram. He's kicking trees outside. He's telephone poles. He's a beast, eh? <laughs> Doing the kickboxer Jean-Claude Van Damme where he's just kicking yeah, yeah, a banana yeah, tree, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I guess, like I said, I, you know, I try to keep in touch with everybody, but me too. Uh, I don't speak as much as we used to. Everybody's doing their thing, you know. I mean, it's, it's tough times, man. It's hard, you know. We used to be in the gym so much, you know, twice a day, training, training people, sparring, and then, like, it just stops, you know. It's like... Listen, we get through it. We stay positive. What are you going to do, right? Uh, it is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah, no, to totally uh, get that. And yeah, and so I met Soldic that day too. So I met uh, Mercier and Ollie was super, Ollie is Ollie. Like a, yeah. when you meet him, he's like, he's like the most hilarious guy you've ever met. Um, <laughs> but when I met Soldic, yeah, talk about a guy that, you know, that's a fighter that's not in the UFC. He's making a lot of money in KSW. But KSW is a big league too. If you're a big, see, if you're a big name in these big leagues, you know sometimes you don't have to go to UFC. You know, like like you're you're a big name in K KSW. You know, you're, you're making big money, but then you go UFC. You know, you're like let's say you're top five or top ten in KSW, but then you go UFC. You're not that. You're top fifty. You're not getting the paid. So other leagues now are paying money because uh, you know it's, it's different now, right? Because the sports globalized. The sports globalized with the internet. You got the ESPN deal. You know, then you have the other. So, from my understanding, ESPN took it took it over. I think is that right? So yeah. ESPN made sure they have to do a certain amount of shows per year. So it's like, for example, they 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 fulfill those shows. And look what UFC is doing, man. I mean, we're in a worldwide pandemic. We are completely shut down, and UFC is doing shows every weekend. You know, so it's like. Uh, Look, they're doing their thing. They're keeping people like you and me entertained, right? Uh, and uh, but like I said, the, the big, 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 big stars. I mean, they they, they fulfill their all our shows. So ESPN has it. They do a certain amount of shows. So other guys get more money in other other organizations. But I mean, at the end of the day, bro, UFC is UFC, right? So <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean, the only time I'm ever going to wake up for a Bellator fight and watch it and say, "Ooh, I'm excited for Bellator," is when Gegard and Musasi fights. That's the only time I, I'll ever like watch a Bellator show. Usually it's UFC one. It's like, look, shout out to Tan Lee, you know, the featherweight champion in one FC he trained a tri-star actually. David Moon was the one who connected me with him. Tan Lee is a guy that I'll follow. And he was on my show too. Now he's the featherweight champion. So to say I had him before, like he became a champion and won it. That, like, that's like a nice little uh, feather in my, in my cap here. Like, you know, when you do big this, time, like the time. chefs do this, that's what I'm doing right of course, now. Of course. Nice. Nice. Good guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> But there's big leagues, even UAE Warriors in Abu Dhabi. You know, they're doing big things too. They're doing a lot of Xavier, X-Man just won the, the Bantamweight. Xavier just won the Bantamweight. Xavier's a beast, man. This guy's a, he's a killer, this guy, you know. So, you know, he just won. He, he won the, the he's a world, world champion, you know. So, there's, you know, yeah, that's another name for Montreal, Xavier. He's doing, he's doing great, you know. Uh, he won the world title. So, there's other leagues, you know. There's, there's big leagues out there. And UAE Warriors, they put on good shows, man. Like, when Xavier fought, when Corinne fought, I watched them. And these are, these are. You know, the beautiful, beautiful shows. It's like it's like a UFC style, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Abu Dhabi's big, man. I mean, it's a fight island, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, they've done really well. And so, obviously, you know, I can, we've been talking about fighting. Let me ask you this, Justin. You know, obviously, you've seen a lot of martial arts movies. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, after I watched Cobra Kai Season 3, I ended up watching Blade 1, Blade 2. Uh, <laughs> uh, which one did I watch? Uh, best of the Best, even though that was... Best the best, man. I, 
I know the whole movie by heart. That's oh my it. God. Tommy's my favorite character. Like, <laughs> like Chick messaged me. He's like, you ever watch Best of the Best? And I'm like, yeah. What do you think of that? Eric Roberts? Uh, <laughs> Eric Roberts annoyed the f- the oh. hell out of me. He's he's always like, it's one of his early roles where he yeah. was like, I couldn't believe that was Eric Roberts. I thought that was the guy yeah, from the Karate Kid like, Three. Nuts, eh? <laughs> like, you ever watch Karate Kid Three? Remember Terry Silver in Karate Kid Three? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That's who I thought the guy was in Best of the Best because the guy who plays Terry Silver is an actual martial artist too. Yes. You know which one I just watched? No Retreat, No Surrender. You know, No Retreat. Oh my, oh my God. That is like the biggest ripoff of Karate Kid. (laughs) It is so bad. Okay, listen, you... Van Damme is the Russian assassin there. He comes in. (laughs) Oh man, No Retreat, No Surrender. But for me, the best, best, best. I don't care. I I know them by heart. There will never, ever, ever, ever be Bloodsport, Kickboxer, and Lionheart. These three men. Uh, yes. Okay, Bloodsport I didn't like, believe it or not. But my favorite like band. I liked it, but I didn't like it. You know, I don't know oh, why. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's really, but it's a great film. I love Bolo Young as the villain, but oh, yeah. um, yeah. But my favorite band, Lionheart and Lionheart and Kickboxer. and which one? Kickboxer with Tom. Kickboxer, Pope. yeah, 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 yeah. That was. That was the best. Those are two of my favorite, but Lionheart was my favorite because, like, that's what got me. That was kind of like the seed you that got me into bet. martial arts. When he goes, you took the wrong bet at the end, eh? When he fights, uh, you see when he fights in that pool there. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite scene. Amazing, man! Amazing. I can watch these movies over and over and over. If I'm chilling at home and and kickboxer, bloodsport, Lionheart comes on, it doesn't matter if I saw it 300 times that week. I'm watching the whole thing. The wife knows, the kid knows. Everybody's got to get out. Van Damme's on. We're doing this. <laughs> Blade, even Wesley Snipes too. Like Wesley Snipes too. Get this, okay? So you know that for some of Wesley's films that are action films, they had to. They asked to ask. They had to ask him, Wesley, yeah. can you slow your kicks down? They're too fast for the camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wesley too, man. Wesley's a legitimate. He's like a Shotokan black belt, I believe, yeah. and a Hapkido. Michael J. White, you know Michael J. White? Oh, of course, man. That's someone that, that you know, that's someone that no one talks about much, except for like he's hardcore. A, he's a yeah, he, Michael J. White, he has the same tattoo as me as the kanji. He's a Kyokushin black belt, legit. You know, he fought knockdown and uh, yeah, he, he's legit, man. <laughs> Have you ever seen him in person? Uh, no, I never met. Actually, there's from Cameron Kai, we, we spoke about Cordero before. Uh, so Cameron Kai, they have a Shian, a sensei called the Gary London. Uh, Gary London, shout out to him. He's got a son, Brandon London. Very, very good fighter. They're Ken Rinkai from Connecticut, I believe. Good dojo, very tough guys. Anyways, long story short, Gary London is good friends with Michael J. White. So, yeah, so it's, it's, he's good, man. It's nuts. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's Kyokushin Black Belt, right? So, and a movie star, too. So, <laughs> I think he's a third Dan Kyokushin. Like, he recently yeah, got legit, a third Dan. Legit, legit, yeah, legit. Yeah, he's legit as they come. Like, he can actually, like, because Joe Rogan said, like, on this show, he's like, like, Michael J. White is one of the most legit yeah. black belts there is like because he apparently like took a bag like you know the bags that yeah. kyokushin guys kick but apparently michael jai white broke the chain off with his kick imagine that huh? imagine that <laughs> big guy too he's he's not a he's a unit he's like apparently six foot three 230 the, the guy was, i think he's 52 53 years old 55 yeah yeah i saw some stuff on instagram that uh, maybe he was gonna fight uh Mike Tyson, but it was all like, it was jokes. He doesn't want to do it. He's like, it's just all rumor, but like, but he, he trained with John Jones. Like he trained with John Jones. Legit. Apparently. legit. Yeah, yeah. He trained with John Jones. You're legit. Okay. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> what, what Michael J. White fight, what Michael J. White films uh, do you remember? Cause I remember Spawn. Spawn was one of them. There was uh, I forgot the name. He played the, 
It was like a police officer, undercover, some uh, security guard. I forgot the name. I just watched it. Sudden Death. He actually played Mike Tyson, I think. Is that true? Yeah, in HBO. In HBO. Mike Tyson, HBO. That was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. I saw that years ago. And he, he, he looked like Mike. You know, he, he, it was nuts. <laughs> uh, Michael J. White. Then, oh, no. The last one I remember with him was um, the MMA movie they made. You saw the MMA movie? Never Back made? Down. Never Back Down. Yeah, exactly. So I watched he, wasn't, he wasn't in the, sec- the first one. The first one was... Uh, the second one. Second one he was in, yeah. Exactly. Okay, that's the one I saw. He was good, though. He was a good sensei. He was a good coach. Yeah, I know all those movies, man. Uh, I don't really watch TV or movies, but if it's martial arts, I'll watch them all. You know, that's yeah. Same, same. I'm like the same way too. Like it's like for me, it's like my, it's like I love martial arts. I love MMA, and I like hockey too. Like I had like my hockey draft yesterday for fantasy. I'm getting back into hockey slowly, but I mean, if uh, if like a fight's on, I'm gonna watch it. If I see like, it, 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 that's just how I am. Like I mean, like look, I I mean uh, it was. I always liked fighting. I mean, especially in high school, like I got in like every time Lionheart was on Spike TV on a ped day, I'd watch it. You're watching it over and over and over and over. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like cause I, it gave me motivation. Cause I mean, I, I didn't like high school. I hated it. Like everyone, I was like the, I was like the awkward chubby kid, you know, like didn't fit in with anybody. Don't, don't feel sorry for me. Okay. Like, like high school sucks for a majority, yeah. but uh, I'm, I'm very thankful. I, I didn't peak early. Cause now like, you know, as the saying goes, when you peak too early, I yeah. mean, <laughs> I, I see people that like, that I used to go to high school with and it's like, they're not doing too good. And, and it's not kind of like, and you know, I'm not petty. You know, I am a kind of petty at times. I'm like, ha ha. So like, I saw this one guy and uh, like, um, so funny so like he used to really like he didn't like really bully me but he gave me a hard time like he always used to give me a hard time like and i like and he also made it known that like you know he didn't want me really hanging out like with the people who i thought were my friends like i remember one time one of those guys like one time like i'll never forget this he uh like like we have to do a journal activity of who like our circle of friends are so i wrote some names down and this guy looks he's like those are all your friends he's like you really think they're your friends oh he was like that yeah and then he used to boast like how like he would kick everyone's ass. In. Like he's like, no one ever lost in a fight with me. But I guarantee you, if I took martial arts back then, like I would have whooped him. And then I saw him like <laughs> I saw him like all these years later. Okay, I saw him all these years later. And um, you know, he, obviously people change. But like it was nice to see though. You know, I'll give credit where it's due. Like you know, the moral of the story is like he, he saw that I was like losing weight and doing martial arts. He gave me some messages like, hey man, like good job, keep it well, up. Good. You know. Like, you know, people grow up, I guess, you know, like a bully. Well, I guess won't always be a bully, you know, I guess he grows up, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. He wrote you a message, you know, gave you a nice, uh, some, some good feedback, you know, so that's all right. Yeah. I, I'll, I give credit where it's due. I mean, but it, looking back now, it's funny because like we did kind of shoot the shits because he was like, because he acknowledged, he's like, look, he's like, I know I was an asshole back in the day yeah. and maybe to you. And I said, yeah, I said, you kind of were. But I said, yeah. you know, I don't want to hold grudges because, you know, life's too short. But exactly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, that's the thing, like, you know, with martial arts, like, you know, when I see like, you know, you know, Justin, you're a teacher. And when I see you now, like when I do this podcast and the other kids who listen, if they're having a hard time in school, like with their peers, like I just tell them it doesn't last. It's not forever. Like it's never forever. Like you have time to reinvent yourself. Like, I mean, I hated high school, like for five years, I fucking hated high school. Oh yeah. I hated it. Oh yeah. Every year, seven, eight, nine, 10, everything. Seven, I hated. Eight, I loved, but it was a bit what? difficult because I had that book. Bo- like I had that guy that was like kind of giving me a hard time, and then yeah. he left. Nine and ten were good years, but ten was just a tough year because of like the government exams because that's your first year into the like the real world at sixteen. Yeah. Uh, sec five, I just didn't really. 
I didn't feel like I, like I fit in any, any way, like I didn't fit in with the, any of my peers. Like, you know, I just did my own thing and then yeah. other shit like went down. Like, and I, I was just kind of like a, like a, I was really like a lone wolf until like I finished high school and then started CJEP and I decided to reinvent myself. I love CJEP. I hated university, oh, yeah. but CJEP, Dawson. Oh, Dawson. Okay. My wife went there. Nice. Yeah. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Abbott? Yeah. She went there. Yeah. Okay. Dawson, man, she knows what's up. I spend more of my time in the cafeteria than oh, in yeah. class. <laughs> but no, but you know what? I turned it around, though. Like, in the end, like, I turned it around. Like, I really worked my ass off. But I love CJEP. If I could go back in time, like, uh, it's, like, the only thing is, though, like, obviously, like, I didn't really, like, at the time, uh, at the time, uh, like, have time for, like, like, I had a social life, but I just, stuff went down with, like, my family. Like, you know, my dad got terminally ill, started getting terminally ill then, and with university. So I hated university. But CJEP was a blast, but I mean, uh, it's uh, like if I could go back, if I could go back in time, take martial arts during CJEP, yeah, oh my God, what a diff. But you know what? You can't. You know, it is what it is. But I'm going to be a black belt by the end of the year. Like, mark my yeah. words. Yeah, you will. You will. Follow Muhammad Sheikh, man. Follow, follow your sensei and he'll... Uh... He'll get you there, man. He'll guide you in the right direction, you know? Yeah, the, the dumbest thing someone told me, like, they said, oh, you're, you're, you're like, this is the dumbest thing I heard. And this is why, like, I cut, uh, I cut off, like, a lot of people. Like, yeah. some people told me, like, oh, like, we see uh, your teacher is Mo, yeah. And I said, oh, okay, well, I mean, you know, he's going to give me my brown and black belt. Oh, but your teacher's not under an association. And I said, well, look, I said, um, I'm under some crazy circumstances right now where, like, I have, like, a terminally ill loved one who wants to see me get my brown and black before yeah. they leave this, this earth. Yeah. Yeah, but you need to do it. And I, I just said, you know what? I just said, you know what? Just like, just shut the fuck up. Exactly. Just shut the fuck up with your with your politics and rules. Because if you were in my shoes, you try to do anything you can. And, and exceptions can be made. I've seen brown and black belts handed out like candy. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? For what I do in the community, like with the podcast, and you know, like what I do to like uh, make sure, I, 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 I'm, I have the right to say I deserve my brown and black belt for what I'm doing. And it's not about me having it as like i'm not i don't wear it as like an aesthetic i know i am a black belt mentally because i know what i bring to the table when i do this show and if Mohammed she gives you a black belt you're a black belt you know like uh let's face the facts you know the guy he's been doing martial arts since he's three years old every day he fought all over the world you know the guy's he's, he's, he's the king you know so if you get your black belt from mo trust me you're a black belt you know like big time it's yeah. gonna happen it's gonna happen and uh and no one's gonna say shit and if they do i'm gonna tell them well I mean, uh, I mean, like step on the tatami with uh, with Mo in that case, or myself. And you know what? Like I might not win the fight. Look, I, I'm not, I'm not here to win. But I guarantee you, I'm gonna make that fight like a Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald two fight. You're going all the way. I'm a, I'm a junkyard dog, man. Look, I'm not the prettiest fighter, but I mean, I'm gonna take it to the limits. And you know, course, just yeah. ask, just ask Vincent. I mean, look, I mean, I, I mean, the guy Matthew won the fight, but he, but everyone says like you have the ability to make the fights very difficult. Exactly. He didn't win easy. It wasn't an easy fight, you know? You, it was yeah. very up and down. He gave him a good fight, you know? So good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to him, man. You know, like I, like I, learned, how to, I learned how to check leg kicks. Yeah, you check those low kicks. Check <laughs> I those low kicks, yeah. I, I don't want to sound like... Deep, you know? Oh, when the low kick comes, get the other leg, Uchimata. Yeah. <laughs> or step back and hit the leg before it lands, you know? So, yeah. You know yeah. what? Uh, sensei Wesley Jensen, uh, shout out to Wesley from Holland. Watch his stuff there. He'll, he'll teach you how to check those low kicks. He'll show you how to, how to uh, switch around. You know? uh, I got I to gotta follow uh, the name. Of, I got to follow KRT, what he's doing with Darren Stringer. What they're doing is phenomenal. You know, amazing. I, I did a bunch of their classes, man. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. 
Oh, like I, I said before, I mean, uh, Darren Stringer, uh, I met him uh, in Australia, I guess 2004, 2005. We fought in Australia. I, I represent Team Canada. He represented Team England. And uh, I, I lost first round against Kazakhstan, the champion Kazakhstan. And long story short, Darren Stringer went and won and won and won. He fought him in the finals and won. So Darren Stringer, man, he's phenomenal, man. You got him coming on. The pick his brain, this guy, because for me, he's probably the best lightweight in all the world. Like, like for me, Darren Stringer. I, I went, he's got when, that Gary O'Neill style, man. That bouncing up, Gary O'Neill. Like, uh, yeah, da Darren and Wesley, for me, probably two of the best lightweights in the world. Amazing. Yeah, good. I think the best lightweight to have to be hands down you, Darren, from what I've heard, other from than you. But like, if you're saying what you say, I believe it. It's credible, and some others too. Like, if the best lightweight I would is Wesley to a lightweight, is he more welterweight, middleweight? Wesley lightweight, light light middle. But Wesley is phenomenal, phenomenal. Me, I'm a big fan of Holland Dutch kickboxing. I love, love, love. Uh, you know the, the Kyokushin team there. Like I said, Wesley. You know what you got to do? Do one of their karate classes, and you'll see, bro. The way they do it, it's phenomenal. Darren's in England, Wesley's in, in Holland, and like so Wesley gives a technique, Darren will, Darren will go with that technique, you know, and then they go, they make it into a fight, and it's beautiful. These guys are awesome to watch. Wesley, yeah, yeah Wesley, I've never seen him fight, but uh, I mean, YouTube and stuff, but uh, Darren, I saw him in Budapest, Hungary, I saw him in Australia. Yeah, Darren is no joke. He's like uh, legit, 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 probably the best lightweight in the world, for sure. Yeah. There's him. There's like yeah. So like the best lightweights, I put it as it's it's you, wet, and this is no order. The best lightweights I think are you, Wesley, Darren, and Sensei Zimmerman, Mikey Z. <laughs> Zimmerman, wow, this guy, he's awesome. Hey, Zimmerman, we fought 20 years ago. He beat me. He knocked me with that liver shot. Like he got everybody, you know. And uh, Zimmerman, he fought in the IFK tournament. Uh, he, he didn't fight Darren Stringer. They were in the same division. Uh, I think Darren won that year. We're talking 20 years ago. And uh, Zimmerman, he, he lost to boards. He won two of the fights, lost to boards. So he, he never lost against, he never lost a fight, just lost to boards, if I'm not mistaken. But Zimmerman, man, in Canada, they're, they're, no, Zimmerman, uh, Mike Zimmerman for Canada and North America is and always will be the best lightweight. Uh, there'll never be another Michael Zimmerman. Did you listen to my, my episode with Zimmerman? Yeah, a bit of it, yeah, amazing, yeah. yeah. It's one of my most in-demand episodes. And like the one thing that I like about yeah, Mike... You're close to me and Mike, and he's awesome, this guy, you know? Yeah. What I love about Mike, very off the radar, very Mike. off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> he's like so off the grid. It's like when I went, when like, and it's like, the no, he's not <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. Cause like, he told, he's like, he told him, he's like, he's like, I don't have time for the, for this bull. He's like, I don't have time for this uh, social media. He's like, I'm busy. Like I take care of my family. I teach my kid. Like I teach the students I have and I have, and yeah, but he's one of the best refs too. Like a Fogarazzi said, shout out to Sensei Fogarazzi. He said, he's like, Misha is among one of the best refs Amazing, that I've, right? That because I've ever seen. He's been to the world, the world championships. He's he's Canadian champion multiple times. He's North American champion multiple times. He knows what it is, so he knows like he's a very, very, very extremely good ref. You know, good. And shout out to Steve Forgazzi, my boy, my brother. You know, he's awesome. You know, he's doing his thing in Toronto. Big shout out to him. He's a great, great guy. And Forgazzi was a very good fighter too. He fought a guy named Dominic Duclos, who was part of Michael Zerman's team probably ten years ago here in Montreal. And it was a war back and forth. I mean, Forgarazzi was a very, very, very good fighter, too. Very good fighter, very good sensei, flexible, knows about the tricks, IFK. Yeah, big shout-out to Forgarazzi. I like his style a lot. Very, very good. Me Trade too. Up, move, move around. 
great guys, great, great guys, you know? Yeah. I really love what Fogarazzi does with Kyokushin because he's very great. modern. He's super modern. He's, he humble, brings humble, a modernist humble. approach. Charisma, model, amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Another guy that I was, that has been giving me shout outs like on, uh, through Facebook is uh, Shian Gaetan Sove from Jonathan okay, Hamon. So if I'm not mistaken, Gaetan Sove was, uh, was Zimmerman Sensei, I think. Was, is that possible yeah. years ago? We're talking 25 years ago, maybe? Yeah. So yeah, Gaetan Sove is, is good. He's very, very good. He, he was doing those trick shots and those, uh, have you seen Gaetan Sove? The guy must be 65 years old. How old is this guy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's probably in his late 60s, right. but he looks in phenomenal okay. shape. Six-pack, ripped, built. So he was teaching his students, like Zimmerman, you know, these trick shots, these angles and stuff, like the way fighters fight now, you know, and he was doing this years ago. So, yeah. So he, him, uh, Gaetan Sobe, and also Shian Max. You know Shian Max, uh, Maximiliano from Spirit Gym, Spirit Dojo? Uh, that in Russia? Uh, no, no, no. It's in, uh, in the East End on Bobien. Benoit Poirier, you know ben, Benoit Poirier? Yeah. yeah so I don't know Benoit, but I know of the name. Okay, so Benoit is the middleweight champ of, of Canada. So it's his, uh, his uh, Shian, Shian Max. So he, 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 these trick shots, you know, like these angles, trick shots. And so Gaetan Sobe is like that. Shian Max is like that. Darren Stringer is like that. Wesley Jensen, you know, these angles, these trick shots and stuff. And like a pick pack, you know, so a few good guys. But Gaetan Sobe, man, he's awesome, this guy. Yeah, he's good, good, good. good. He, he was, he honestly, too, like, you know, he's supposed to cut, like, you know, as mentioned, you know, he said he has intention of wanting to come on. And, you know, it's just that he's so busy, too. Like, he's not just a Shian. The guy's like a, is a successful entrepreneur. That's what I love. That's what I love about Kyokushin. Like, it's yeah. not just the art. Like, these guys, like yourself, you parlay that into other projects. Yeah. So it's not just, you look, and, you know, they make their money. And then, you know what? They put it in investments to where they can focus on karate. So good on them, like, you know, to really, like, of course. Yeah. Well, even Sensei Russo, my sensei, I mean, listen, you know, he's got a full-time job at Bell. He runs his dojo. You know, he's top, top, top shape. He, he looks better now than ever. I mean, he's fit, fit, fit. He's uh, ripped. He's, uh, you know, big shout out to my sensei for, my, for my, my whole life. You know, I mean, uh, he look, look at him. Full-time job. Like, he'll work from like, uh, you know, he'll work from seven in the morning until four in the afternoon. Then he'll go to the dojo. He'll, you know, he do teach classes till eight, nine o'clock at night, come home, do it Saturday, Sunday. I mean, it's seven days a week for 30 years he's doing his thing, you know? So it's, it's tough, but people, everybody makes it work, you know? I mean, it is what it is. His wife too, I mean, she's got a full-time job. She teaches all day and it's non-stop with Russo Dojo, you know? So yeah, I need, yeah, I need to see Stefania for nutrition because I've like really leveled off like with the holiday. Like I wait, I'm a, I'm a light heavyweight now. Like my, my weight is too far. <laughs> Oh yeah, go see her. She'll fix you up. She'll she'll get you in the shape. Yeah, yeah. go see Tanya and she'll she'll definitely uh, fix every diet, get you in the shape. I gotta go see her too. I put on a few pounds too. Oh, I think oh, everybody man. did. It's hard, man. You know, at nighttime now it's like see, not after I finish with you, I should just go to bed. But I make that walk by the kitchen, and then uh, you know, <laughs> a cookie calls you. You know, like uh, you have one cookie, two cookies. Next thing you know, my my go-to addiction is pizza, pizza, cheese bread. Oh yeah, you like that, huh? Oh my god, it's so addicting. It's like it's like I get it with the, the marinara, the barbecue sauce. <laughs> no, it's, me, it's chocolate chip cookies. The blue packaging, chocolate chip cookies, bro. The chips ahoy. Forget <laughs> it. You have one, then you have two, three, four, five. And next thing you know, the box is gone. But then I'll get in my car. I'll drive to the dip in her. I'll get another box, and I'll start eating it on the way home. You know. So <laughs> you know what, man? I, I competed for so many years. I, I did 20 years of competing in like five different styles. So always watching my weight and 
I don't know. Now everyone eats. I don't know. But I, I, I got to get back on track. Though, with the but like Jordan Burroughs, the uh, wrestler, was on Joe Rogan. He was saying like the life, the nutrition of a combat sports athlete is really like inconsistent. Because like when we're getting ready for fights, yeah. we're able to like get the six pack. Like we're able to look shredded and in shape. But when we're on the beach. You got the dad bod going, the gut. Yeah. And then it's like. I, I, I've seen guys, very close friend of mine, you know, like uh, you see them on the beach, they have the dad bod. And then three months later, they're underwear models, you know? So it's like, uh, it's hard, man. It's hard to stay. But then I know a lot of guys that, that, that really keep their shape all year round and stuff. Like, you know, my brother, for example, shout out to my brother. I mean, uh, the guy, like he, it's, 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 it's the way he eats is, I mean, he'll have a cheat day once a month, you know, but I mean, it's everything, everything's diet, everything's planned, it's training. I mean, whether he's fighting or not fighting, always a six pack and stuff. So it's hard. Corinne, like, like a Corinne, you know, Corinne Laframbaz, my brother. A lot of guys stay top shape, you know, love, you know. Mo. Look at Mo, Mo too. Mo never gets, uh, never gets big, you know. So, Mick. Yeah, Mick, big time. Mick's always ripped, you know. It's, it's tough, you know. Yeah, how, like, tall, how tall is Mick? Is he like really as tall as Chick or is he taller? What's, what's, uh, I, what know, is... I mean, listen, the, they both tower over me. I, I don't know. They're both about 6'2", maybe 6'3". Like when I spar with Mick or, or, or Mo, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know. All they got to do is lift up their leg and... Me in the head, you know, like these guys, they're two monsters, these guys, you know. Uh, I once sparred with Mo and I'm like, fuck this. Like, I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm like, I can't do this. And then Mo's like, come on. He's like, come on. I'm like, fuck this. I'm like, good night. I'm like, good night. Let's go to, let's go to, uh, let's go to, uh, cultures in, uh, at the uh, Place Versailles. I'll buy you dinner. Let's call it a let's night. Go eat and I'll pay, you know, that's it. Yeah. Take it easy on me and I'll pay you. That's it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with Mo. And then it asked me too, his brother. Oh my God, asked me like I was calling out. His brother's a beast, man. He's, I see his brother's teaching boxing now. He's starting his own little thing. I see he has a lot of students. Good, big shout out to Hashmi. He's doing his yeah. thing and he's teaching too. Very, very good. I was he's calling out, Ashmi to fight, to spar, and that didn't go well. Like he didn't kick my ass, but like Ashmi's like, Ashmi's different from Mo, man. Like that's what I love about them. It's kind of like Nick and Nate Diaz. They are the Nick and Nate Diaz of Kyokushin. They're very, <laughs> you got. And Nick and Ashmi's like, I'm like Ashmi. I'm like Ashmi. When are we gonna spar soon? And with like a emoji, like a hat, like a laughing emoji. Then I'm like, and then I'm like Ashmi. I'm like you're like yo. And then I met Ashmi in person actually, and I'm yeah. like holy. He's fuck. awesome. Ashmi's awesome. We had some good times. He's a good guy. Yeah, a really good fighter to him too. He moves around. He's got that good knee, good back kick. You know, he's like a mo. You know, like a mini mo. But. Uh, yeah, those brothers are killers, man. The Sheik brothers. Uh, <laughs> Him, and then they got Tarek. Uh, Tarek. Uh... Yeah, so Tarek, uh, we were very close to. Tarek moved to Japan. And if I'm not mistaken, he moved back. We've been talking a lot on Instagram. And uh, we're trying to get together. It's been two, three months now. But, I mean, it's hard. You know, I live in Vaudreuil. He lives in East End. And it's like uh, with this whole pandemic. But definitely when things get back, uh, I'm going to be training with Tarek a lot. You know, like uh, we trained a lot before he left. And Tarek's like me. You know, he did Kyokushin and he does kickboxing. So a big shout out to Tarek. He's a very good fighter. When he does kickboxing, is it like American, Dutch, or Muay Thai? No, no, no. Like go on his Instagram, you'll see. He actually fought some uh, in Japan. He fought some some Thai rules and some uh, Dutch kickboxing. So Tarek, we had we had good times, you know, before he left, and we we became close at one point. We were training together a lot. He's like cousins with Mo, I think. And uh, anyways, good people, very good, good. Yeah, we spoke, all... uh, yeah, we spoke a few weeks ago. Yeah, Tarek and I were supposed to meet when like the gyms were open because like. Yeah. Cause like with the job I have now, like having benefits, you know, this and that, like, you know, I like, like Mo was like, Hey, he's like to get you back in. He's like, we are going to, he's like, I want you to, to spar with Tarek. And he's like, you are going to suck at first, but it's like, you are going to get good at it. Because of of him. Yeah. So like you, you spar with Mo, Ashmi, Tarek, you spar with these guys, your level's going to go up for sure. For sure. Igor. For sure. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Igor, yeah, Igor Vinkurov, give me those fucking liver shots. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. I love Igor. Shout out to Igor, man. How's Igor? Yeah. He, yeah, Igor. He's doing good. He, he, he busts my balls a lot, like, because he likes Peter Yan. Oh, my God. Like, the, like, the amount of messages I get, like, those two, like, like one day, like, I, I check my Instagram because, like, I get a message. You got a group message from from uh, Igor Mo. I check and they're like, "Fuck you, you're talking <laughs> shit about Peter Yan. You're an Aljo fan." So now I'm just like playing. I'm just playing to their tune. Yeah, I like Aljo. You know, he's from the USA. And then you know, like it's- I love Igor. Honestly, Igor is my brother, man. Igor, I, I know you're gonna hear this. I love you. We had good times, me and Igor. Right? We were trained, and then we go party after. Honestly, Igor, uh, he's my Russian brother, man. I love Igor. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that guy, man, he's calm now. But, like, back in the day, like, Mo's like, yo, Igor was wild. Wild. He was a good fighter, too, man. Igor, very good. Nice high kicks. Wild guy, Igor. Eh? He was good. He was good. Yeah. We keep in touch, you know, not every day. But uh, we had some, some, we had some, we have some crazy stories, me and Igor. Wild nights. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I always trash talk him, but it's only for out of love. Like, I like Igor. He's a good guy. Like, and I spar him, too. But, like, like, the thing is, too, like, when I left my last school, because, like, um, my last school I had, like, I was fighting guys, like, uh, I fought a guy named, uh, the only one that, like, was good there, like, in the, the men, it was a guy named Marcel Balan. Now, Marcel left I Canada. Marcel Balan. Guy's a Soviet T-57 tank from Moldova, man. Marcel Balan's a beast. So, me and Marcel Balan, we fought uh, about seven, eight years ago. We did a one match. We did the main event. And uh, we fought uh, three rounds. There was a good fight. How is Marcel Balan? You still see him or no? Yeah. So so he left. So he left. Uh, he left the school I was at, okay. and then he uh, went to England. Apparently, he moved to Ireland. That's what that's what I know of. Because my friend Lisa, like who was at my school with me, uh, to say the same dojo as me, like she she bumped into him when she was in Ireland, and wow. uh, yeah. But like, I mean, I mean, Marcel was he, a good fighter. He should open his own school. I mean, the the guy, uh, the guy was a beast, man. He was yeah, Soviet Union. He was an army guy. Uh, black belt, knee Dan. He was a Canadian champion. Uh, he fought the worlds. I fought, like I said, we mean Marcel Bala. Big shout out to him. We fought years ago. We had a good war. It was a good fight. And uh, he's awesome, though, man. Like, uh, yeah, he should, I hope he's doing good. I mean, for, for, he nice guy. Amazing. Nice very guy. Serious. Very intense, though. Very, very intense and very serious. Yeah. Like I said, we fought, man. It was a war. We did three rounds. And uh, no, this, this guy's a big champion, you know? And then he just kind of like, we stopped hearing about him, you know, I guess. So he moved away to Ireland, you said, huh? That's what I've heard. Yeah, that's the word. And then I know Mo fought him. Mo actually fought him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo fought him. I fought him. A few of us fought him. He's a beast, this guy. Yeah. Good. There's also, um, also, because uh, you're with Khan, too. So I want to ask you, uh, what is uh, like? What is it like now having the, the Lamars there? Like, you have Julie Lamar, you know, they've come. Come on, yeah. Like, Julie Lamar is the best of the best, you know? Like, there'll they'll never be another Julie Lamar, you know? She is the best of the best of the best of the best. I mean, she was fighting in my days. She's still fighting now. I mean, she is phenomenal. Like, the world champion, Canadian champion, multiple North American champion, and so much. She's awesome. We speak, we, we speak maybe once a month. You know, we keep in touch, text message. We trained together a few times uh, years ago, you know? We, we try to get there for trainings. Like, like, when I spar with her, I can't do nothing, you know? Like, she, she destroys me. She's... She's amazing, amazing, amazing. The she way I look, the best. Yeah. The way I look at it, like I, th- I still think she's on top, like in terms of women's yeah. fighter. Because like yeah. some say it's Kim Carrier. This is no disrespect to Kim, but I mean, listen, there's levels to this game, and you know what? Like I want to, I'm sure Kim's up there. You know, I'm probably gonna hear about it. People are gonna say, "Why did you say this?" You know, I'm not. Listen, Julie fought the who's who when you were when back in the day. 
and this is what and this is what I was told by other senseis at my old school. Mo and Julie Lam- Mohammed Chick and Julie Lamar would wipe the tournaments clean. Everyone. They were Reynald Lamar's. They were Reynald Lamar and uh, Sylvie. All day. All day. All day, all day, all day. Mm-hmm. Julie Lamar is phenomenal. She is, like I said, I've trained with her a million times, sparred this, that over the years, fought a million tournaments with her. She is the best of the best. Like Julie Lamar, there'll never be another Julie Lamar. She, she's the GOAT of Kyogoshin, Canada, North America, forever, ever, ever. She's and she's such a nice girl, too. We've hung out, you know, we had group, you know, go out party and stuff, you know, like after tournaments, all of us. And she's awesome, awesome. She's so, so humble. She's the GSP of Kyogoshin. I call her Valentina Shevchenko. I call her Valentina Shevchenko because apparently she's got a very killer-like IQ. Killer-like IQ. She goes in there. They can't stand with her. It's like she's up here. Like, she's like her opponent's here. She's up here. And higher than that. Yeah, she's up here and her down here. They can't even, like, uh, no. Like, I sparred with her, and it's like sparring with uh, like one of the best guys in the world. Like, I can't do nothing with her. She destroys me. Uh, we've done big sparrings where all the guys, and she just runs She's the best. Amazing, amazing. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. This will make you laugh. So, like, I didn't know her, okay? But I've, like, I've seen her at tournaments, and, you know, so one day, like, I go out, like, I park to go train with Mo. She's like, hey, Andrew. I'm like, hey. I'm like, she's like, you don't know me, do you? I'm like, no. Oh, she's yeah. Like, and she's like, I'm Julie. She's like, yeah. She's like, oh, she's like, I heard you, uh, you mentioned my name on uh, your show. I listened to a few of your shows. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, thank you. She's like, I really appreciate it. She's like, I'll come on soon. And I was like, so okay. Nice. She's, she's, she's amazing. She's the GSP, man. She's like, a, she's a world champion. She's the best of the best, but she'll stay. She'll have a conversation with you. She'll talk. She's so humble, so cool. I've done her classes at Lamar Dojo. I've went a few times and her and her mother are like, uh, they're, they're amazing. Even her mother, man. Shout out to all the Mars. They, they, yeah. It's good to see that they're in Khan, like an organization like Khan. Amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Even what the mother, is- she's top, top, top shape. I mean, the, 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 they're killers over there, you know I mean? They, they day in and day out, Kyogoshin, She was teaching classes too online uh, during the first lockdown. So I was doing some of her classes and uh, amazing classes, like uh, the best, amazing. Yeah. But is it more Julie that's taking over? Because eventually, you know, the parents are getting older. And as the time goes on, like like uh, when I was talking with Fogarazzi, he was telling me that Hanchi Arniel is now kind of semi-retired and ready to pick his next successor yeah. or success. Well, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it that way, but it's like, you know, Hanchi Arniel's retiring and semi-retirement. Yeah. So I would assume that now Julie's taken over the dojo more or less, right? From, from what I understand, I think she's going to, she's running the place now, like starting to run it and she'll, I guess, take it over, you know, like, uh, listen, they're four sisters. They're all killers. They're all black belts. They're all world champions. But I mean, Julie is Julie, you know, she is uh, Julie's the best of the best. <laughs> when I think of women's fighters that are the best in Canada, it's got to be Julie Lamar. Uh, then I guess uh, Kim. I mean, I don't, I, I haven't seen much of Kim. I mean, Pete, uh, our friend Pete keeps like telling me, oh, she's really good. She's really good. I believe it. I mean, like I, she was on Scott's podcast, but. Uh, yeah, so big like, shout out to Kim Carrier. She's a good friend yeah. of mine too. And uh, she's a very good fighter. I've trained with her. I sparred with her. She's a lightweight champion, you know. Uh, my boy, Peter, Pedro. He's a brother to me, you know, we, we've hung out a million times, trained together. So they're awesome people. And me and Pedro, we trained together every day this summer. Like when I was with Pedro every day when, when the first lockdown, then it ended. And then me and Pedro, you call him Peter, I call him Pedro. Anyways, we, uh, it's Pedro Peter, we'll say. We trained together every single day all summer. And, uh, but now another lockdown, you know, but uh, they're awesome people. Yeah, Kim is a very, very, very big champion. But again, Kim is a lightweight and Julie is a middle heavyweight, you know? But Are you serious? Julie's a, I thought Julie was the same weight class. No, no. Julie's, uh, I guess, lean, 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 lean. She could be a bikini model also, you know? She's lean, lean, beautiful. 
but uh, she's a heavyweight and uh, and Kim I believe is a lightweight you know so but Kim is very good too she's a phenomenal fighter you know big big Canadian champion one of my like my old friend like one of my old like uh, friends like said like who's a female friend she's like oh, I think I could stand with Julie I was like <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch Dave Chappelle? You ever watch the Chappelle show where Prince is like, let's play basketball? And Charlie yeah, Murphy just yeah. starts, that was just me. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, no. Impossible, yeah. I'm like, no. no. I'm like, I'm like, go to make a wish foundation before you make that. Yeah. No, Julie, uh, Julie Lamar and Kim Carrier, they're uh, amazing. Both, both, both phenomenal. But is there uh, anyone uh, else in, is there anyone else in the women's you'd say? Actually, a good friend of mine, Jessica Masello. Yes. Uh, from, from, from Russo Dojo. So a big shout out to Jessica. You know, she's, she's my sister. Very good friend, you know, like a uh, training partner for years and years. She's a killer too, eh? She's uh, flexible, lean. Uh, she's doing her thing, you know, teaching online. So a big shout out to Jessica and her husband, Danny. Uh, but Jessica is a phenomenal fighter. I mean, uh, I don't think she's lost. Uh, she, she won in Mexico. She won in, uh, she won, uh, in Quebec City. She won all the, all the tournaments she's done. She has a loss since, uh, since she joined us, you know. And uh, Jessica's, Jessica's up there for sure, for sure. She's which is very quiet, but amazing, amazing. I met her. Yeah, yeah. She's super. She, she can. Yeah, she's got the. She's got the IQ of Mo and Julie. Like she can break down everything. She'll find stuff that you didn't even know you were doing. She's like, yeah, that's how she is. Yeah, like she. You know, I I brought her to Grand Brothers Boxing. She's boxed. I brought her to uh, Debella Kickboxing a few places, and uh, and she loves it. Jessica, she's uh, she's my sister. You know, she's uh, a she's a big name. Quiet, but she is a very big name, and she's. Uh, she could be a big, big, big champion. She's a killer, a beast, 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 beast. Exactly. Also in the UK, uh, I mean, Scott brought it up on a show, uh, Emma Markwell, like one of the UK's champions. Emma Markwell, she did a, I did two of her classes. The first pandemic, uh, Jessica. So me and Jessica did uh, two of her classes uh, on, on Zoom there. So she's phenomenal. Emma's a big, big name too. She's very, very quiet though. It's very, very humble, very quiet. Just does her thing. Doesn't like, you know, like... Cause some people they want to come on and produce and promote their own like show in it, but like like guy like people like Jess and like Emma, very to themselves and you know that's not a bad thing you know. Sometimes. Jess does her thing, you know. She's a McGill a McGill teacher, you know. She runs a big pro in McGill. She teaches online. Uh, we spoke a few days ago. Now she's doing some gymnastics stuff and teaching online, putting all her videos together. So Jessica has her YouTube page, Jessica Masello. You could you could check it out there or check on her Instagram, Facebook. So she's she's top 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 shape. Like she's ripped to the bone, you know, like. A, Six pack, uh, Jack. Thing. She's 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 awesome. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Jessica, big shout out to Jessica, and she's doing her thing, you know. And after the pandemic's over, we'll get uh, get we'll get back. You know, I train with her every day, you know. So for for five years, and now uh, this pandemic, but uh, we'll get it back going again, you know. And, uh, we'll get it going again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I can't wait for it to come back. After watching Cobra Kai, it's like, oh man, I miss training. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What's? Uh, who's been your favorite character or characters in the show? Yeah, I'm, I'm liking the Johnny Lawrence's son. I think you know. Yeah. I'm training this one kid. I trained this kid out of Bay Durfee. Uh, he kind of looks like him. You know, this kid, a quiet <laughs> kid. You know, and he looks like him, and I'm training him like same kind of style. I like. Uh, I like. Uh, Lawrence's uh, son, you know, he's uh, <laughs> now he cut, he cut his hair. Now you see, he cut the hair. Don't don't spoil anything. Don't <laughs> say. <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, for me, it's got to be uh, Miguel. I mean, I love Miguel. I can't believe what happened to him. Hey, you see when he? Well, it's crazy, huh? Don't okay, say. I can't yeah, because like, but like, no, but the thing is, like, it's like to see what he does, like when he comes across Johnny Lawrence, and you know, yeah. obviously, I love Johnny Lawrence because at first you always love Daniel, but then when you watch the show, it's kind of like. Do you really like Daniel LaRusso now? It's, it's like a reverse now. So when Karate Kid was over, it was all Cobra Kai were the bad guys and Lawrence was the bad guy. 
But as the seasons go on, the episodes go on, I find like Lawrence is becoming uh, the good guy now, you know, and Daniel became all, all of a sudden a hotshot, made a bit of money, opened up the big LaRusso car. He's driving Range Rovers, wearing Rolex watches. You know, that wasn't the, uh, the, the karate kid we knew, you know? Like, uh, and, and like when we, had, when we knew Johnny, came, he's the one that came from a rich background, had the motorbike. Everything, everything, you know? And, and then he's, now it's, he's doing his thing, you know? So, and then there's Crease, uh, Crease uh, there, you know? I don't know. I'm not crazy about Crease. <laughs> you know what? As an, as like, the, you, know, you know what's really funny? Like, you know what I love? What makes a good actor, you'll agree with me, this, is if when they really, and when their character gets to you, that's yeah. the sign of a good actor. Exactly. Like, because for example, I remember, I mean, have you ever watched the movie One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember You're, the nurse? I think so. I think so. That was very condescendingly, like, yeah. manipulative and abusive. Yeah. She could never get a role after. She could never yeah. get a role after. And you know the guy in the Cobra Kai, Kyler, the Asian guy in the first season? Kyler? Remember the one that date, the one that's like the Asian guy? Kind of the bully? We froze there. You see me? Yeah, yeah. I see oh, you yeah. now, yeah. You know, Ky- you remember Kyler? He's one of the bullies in uh, the Asian yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done such a good job of being an a-hole, but in real life, like you, you listen to him and you're like, how can I hate this guy? But then it's like, people <laughs> are still commenting. Like, do people are still commenting? You're an a-hole. You'll fuck you. I fucking hate you. <laughs> and it's like, guys, actor yeah. and character are different people. It's different things. But that's what makes them a good actor. They know how to switch the switch, you know, flick the switch and then go and do the thing, you know? Like, uh, like for me, for actors, Leonardo DiCaprio. You like Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for, for actor actors, yeah, he's uh, he's good, yeah, yeah. It's so these guys they can just they switch it, you know, like uh, and then you, you see them on Instagram, you see them in interviews and podcasts, they're such nice people, some of them, but then they did, you know, like Al Pacino, come on, man, the, 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 the list goes on and on, you know, <laughs> Al Pacino's a good one, Robert De Niro, um, I mean, when it comes to action stars, though, all day, Dolph Lundgren and Michael oh, Jai White, man. Don't John Claude Van Damme, I like, but uh, I don't know. Me, Jason. Oh, it froze CBD again. He's my guy, man. I love JCVD. Eh? <laughs> Street Fighter. How can we forget Street Fighter? Yeah. Remember that one? Uh, oh, what about The Quest? You ever see The Quest? It was a ripoff of Bloodsport. It was a ripoff of Bloodsport, but it was pretty good still. It came out a few years after Bloodsport. It was called The Quest, so that was good too. Yeah. What about King of the Kickboxers? Billy Blanks, King of the Kickboxers? Uh, I no, didn't King know that King. one, but I know Billy Blanks is a legitimate martial artist too. Yeah, big time, big time. He's good. Yeah. There's a uh, yeah, but JCVD. I know what you mean, man. Lionheart, Bloodsport, Double Impact too was a good what one. Double Impact. Why would I never wear black silk underwear? Do you think I would ever wear black silk underwear? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, my favorite scene was when Bolo, Lung ta- Bolo Young takes him and just smashes him against like the warehouse container. That was like my favorite. That's my favorite scene. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> I have to put that on YouTube and people will be like, what are you talking about? I'll just put that scene on and be like, here, here's it on YouTube. <laughs> So, yeah, man. But, uh, yo, Justin, I just want to say, man, this was a great episode, man. Like, I'm, oh, I'm man. glad it's to have you back on. Man. We have good times. We always laugh. Good times. Everything's great, you know? Shout outs. Everybody, man. We're going to get through this pandemic, though. I guess this vaccine is out, and hopefully in a few few months there, we'll, uh, we've got to stay positive and hopefully get back to life, right? We have to get back to life, man. It's, it's going to come. We'll laugh about this on your podcast in a few years, right? <laughs> exactly yeah the juice experience will be much bigger i mean you know as mentioned i i'm gonna get uh, the next goal is to f- learn how to do video editing and photoshop because i'm kind of like johnny lawrence i'm not good with the internet you know i'm not yeah, good with you're doing your thing man shout out to you we give shout outs to everybody but shout out to you man you're doing a great thing 
thank you for you it's awesome man I'm, uh, I'm proud of you man keep keep doing keep doing what you do okay? exactly yeah no i really appreciate it like i wouldn't have done it like without people like you russo uh, mo yeah. backing me yeah awesome man yeah and you if uh, names coming on man I, I follow you every day and every couple of days you yeah, have the names get bigger and bigger man good for you it's good yeah. to get on there. When I got Jack Hermanson from the UFC, people were like, yeah, they're like, get the fuck out. I'm like, look it up. It's, yeah. They're like, how did you do it? I said, well, I said, look, I made friends with a guy named uh, Reza Peterson from Freja MMA. He covers like MMA in like Sweden, Norway, Finland. Nice, nice. And Reza, like shout out to – guys, if, you're, if you want to look at European MMA instead of UFC, please follow Freja MMA. The guy Reza is awesome. Awesome, He's, huh? He, yeah. He does everything for Europe, like Northern Europe, but like, and you know, he's, and that's, and you know, he was the one that really helped me make yeah. the Jack Hermanson show happen. And then, you know, Jack came on with his coach 25 minutes right before my work shift. But that's, uh, that's the way of, uh, that's the way it goes when you're podcasting, man. It goes, man. No choice. Uh, you got to make it happen. You're doing what? You're doing like two or three shows a week now, I guess. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, I mean, look, I could do this. Like I could do 10 a day. Cause you know, look, I don't want to be, I don't want to be scrolling my phone constantly. I don't want to be watching TV. I rather, this is like a good way to get out, practice my soft skills, you know, like be an active listener and just keeps me, it keeps me positive. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, it, it makes me forget about what's going on right now in a sense. True. You know, you're doing your thing. Everybody loves it. You know, people are listening in and people are tuning in. It's good for you, man. Good. The only thing I'm going to ask is guys like, look, I know I have a YouTube channel, but please listen to it more too, because I want to build up my listener audience. Yeah. So look up the Drew experience on Spotify, iTunes, Google podcast, breaker, wherever audio is. Yes. There's a YouTube channel too. This video will be up, but please, please, please. I, I ask more of the listening because the listening, you know what? Not everyone has time to watch videos all day. So yeah. You can listen to it. You know, you're in the car, you listen to it. It's perfect, you know? So I know I'm very happy for you, man. You're doing your thing. I wish you the best of luck and uh, you're, you're doing great, man. The next Joe Rogan for sure. Huh? That's it. <laughs> I like to say like when people ask me, cause like I'm having a, who was it? Someone, I don't know if it was Han. I don't know if it was not Han. I get confused. I always get confused the title. Like she and Hamid, what's yeah. your show? Like I'm kind of like Joe Rogan with Mike Tyson, hot boxing minus the smoking. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't like, think he got it, but it's like, that's like, but everyone else gets it. They're like, okay, we see how it is. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, we come on. We, we be ourselves, right? You know, we talk, we shoot the shit. We break some balls. We talk, uh, reminisce. That's it. You know, it's not serious. It's fun. Bro, it's what is it, 10 o'clock at night on Sunday. We're having a good time, right? You know? Exactly. We're locked in. We're on curfew, house arrest. What else are you going to do? All we're missing is the ankle bracelets. And uh, that's it, you know? <laughs> exactly. But honestly, yeah, it's, it's, this, this episode was going to be a long one because everyone was like, how long are you having Justin on for? And I'm like, an hour and 30 minutes about. And so, mo so everyone was like, yes. So, yeah. You oh, honestly yeah. <laughs> oh, we could talk. You and me could talk. If I bring in a few, I'll bring in a bottle of wine here. I'll talk to you <laughs> all night. You know, that's <laughs> exactly. Not only that. To bring me some wine. And we'll talk all night. That's it. We'll smoke a few cigars. We'll have a good time, right? <laughs> it was the same with Sensei Steve Fogarazzi. Because, like, Sensei Steve and I, the first time I had Steve, we were talking an hour when we were just getting to know each other. Yeah. And at the end of the hour, oh, it's only an hour? I thought we are only getting started. I was like, yeah. I want to have you on for longer. But I was like, I have places. I have things to do. Yeah, like yeah. You. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I know. Same with Scott, too. Like, I had Scott on for an hour. But Scott yeah. was like, yeah, he's like, I'm down to come on again. Same with Michael Zimmerman. Like, Zimmerman <laughs> is another one that I really want to come yeah. on again. Yeah. He's going to listen to this because like, oh my God, he gave me so much shit one time because like, we're both Jewish, him and I. Oh, yeah, and the stereotype yeah. I say is, you know, 
What? He's Russian Jewish, right? Yeah. Like, like my mom is. Yeah, my mom's Russian Jewish yeah. too, but she's born here, but her family's from Russia. So I said the, the stereotype I had was, I'm like, you know what? Like, it's like, you know, Jews, we're not that really good at fighting, but we are good at like, you know, uh, accounting, being doctors <laughs> and lawyers. And Michael's like, I have to, in his heavy accent, so I'm going to butcher the accent. Like, he's like, I have to disagree with you because <laughs> I am a fighter myself. And there's, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of Russian Jews in Russia who can kick ass. So I just want you to know, there are good, there are Jews that do fight, like yeah. myself. <laughs> he, he stuck it to me, and I was like, Yeah, I'm like, You're right, you're right. But ever since, but you know what? He's 100% right. You know what? Like, look, it's a stereotype I like, I could say, but I shouldn't really say it. Yeah. Because, um, because look, if you think in, in history, you should know yeah. this. Before the Italians and other ethnic groups took over boxing, yeah. Jews, the Jews were the ones that ran it. Like, Benny Levin, like, of was course. one of uh, Benny yeah. Leonard or whatever, was one of the first Jewish champions. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good Jewish fighters, but big shout out to Mike Zimmerman, man. He's awesome. Man. He, I wish you would have seen him fight when he was in it. When in his time, man, he was the best. He was amazing. Wore the and bandana. And you know what? He was also yeah. He was also a boxer too because I remember I fought the silver gloves. I fought the silver gloves about I don't know 14 years ago boxing, and uh, and I remember I was warming up in a corner, and I was with my team. We're warming up, and I heard Mike Zimmerman's voice. I mean, I'm like, hold on, I, I, am I hearing things because I saw a lot of tournaments. So I go to the other the locker room and I saw Mike Zimmerman at a boxing tournament, the silver gloves for, for, for Canadian, the Canadian championships. And Mike Zimmerman was there and he was, he was training one of his fighters, another Russian for boxing. Nothing to do with Kyogoshin, this is boxing. And Mike had his fighter, his fighter won. I won that night and the, it was just cool to see, man, you know? And then, then I'm like, hey, so when you knocked me with that liver shot, I know that was a boxing liver shot, you know? So yeah, Mikey, Mikey's like me, he went around a bit, you know? So it's good, 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 yeah. Shout out to him, man. So, Justin, where can people uh, – shout out to Mike Zimmerman. So, um, Justin, where can people connect with you if they want to connect for, like, house calls, training, whatnot? You know, like I said, I'm doing a lot of house calls now. I mean, uh, obviously, it's slowed down uh, the last couple of weeks. But uh, we'll start again. You know, get me on Instagram, uh, Justin Mancini Instagram. Uh, Facebook is Justin Melissa Mancini. So, uh, I don't know, MJ Dance Company. That's it, man. Yeah. Get me on yeah. Instagram, Justin Mancini. We're good. That's it. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing with Facebook is they have a limit, man. So you imagine all the ads you get. Remember you added me and I tried to like accept it. I said, you can't yeah. accept this ad because, you know, like Justin, you have to unfriend some people to accept yeah. my ad. And it was like <laughs> popular, man. No, it's good. And then I teach like, uh, you know, so uh, a few different, you know, I'm, I'm all, over, all over the place. Just get me on Instagram and I'll be there. You know, that's it. We'll get off this house arrest and take the ankle bracelets off and let's get going again, right? That's it. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. Once again, I want to thank you so much. So, guys, this has been the, the – this, this one is going to be the Tasmanian Devil Returns. Yes, yes, yes. Returned. Yes, yes, yes. Justin Mancini is back. Yes. I mentioned catch him there. And if you guys want to connect with me, that look me up on Facebook, Drew Michaels on Facebook, uh, Drew Nomad 55 on Instagram, and Drew Spirience Pod on Instagram. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, if you like combat sports or you want to talk like pop culture and maybe other sports, that's where to catch me. But, guys, follow Justin. That's more important. You know, like give him the support he deserves. He's done so much and he's continuing to do so much. Thank you so much, eh, brother. We'll do it again, man. Let's not wait a year. Let's do it soon, please. Yeah. Let's do it again. Hey, next time we're gonna get you and with and Pedro, Pete, and Kim yeah. on. Cause all right, we'll get don't... Pedro, Pete. Well, that's it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this is not this is not a shout out. This is a call out to Kim and Pedro. Right. You know, guys, we've been wait. I've been waiting to do this forever. Yeah. And every time we try to do it with Justin and, and Kim, something comes up. So you know what? We're all at home. And I understand. Pete is like a software development yeah, manager. A, shout out to my boy Pedro, man. Pete's doing great. He's a businessman, you know, like he switched jobs maybe six months ago 
and now he's running this big uh, this this company, and he's he's working long hours and stuff. So Pete's a very smart guy. He's a successful guy. Not very old too, man. He's a young guy, and he's doing his thing. So he's my brother. I love him. He knows I do, and. Uh, He's doing his thing. Good for Pedro, man. Shout out. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Pedro and Kim, you guys are gonna be coming on with Justin soon on via Zoom. So let's so put your work down and let's make this happen finally, as everyone's yes. been waiting for it. That's the Kyokushin interview people are yes. waiting yes. for. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Let's do it, man. Let's do it again, please. Yeah. I love you, brother. We always have fun. That's it. It's good. <laughs> all right, Justin. You have yourself a great night. All right. You too, brother. We keep in touch. You know I love what? you. Us. 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 Us.